0: Thank you. and welcome to the Trophy Achievers podcast, a show where we chat about our love for gaming and the trials and tribulations, as well as the celebrations of our trophies and achievements. We are back after an extended summer break to bring you all the latest news, reviews, and updates on our trophy hunting. Pete has had his hands wrapped around something big and impressive. We'll find out about the Steam Deck, as seeing if it's as much fun to play as his other large package. Tom has been busy stroking a pussy as well as playing stray on PlayStation and I've been squealing like a girl scaring the crap out of myself playing the dark pictures games. That and a lot more in this month's episode of the Trophy Achievers podcast. So I've mentioned them already but joining me are my fellow co-hosts. First up we've got the man with a big hose, it's Tom
1: hey how are we doing boys it feels like it's been an absolute eternity since we've been I've only missed I think we've only missed one episode right that was the last minute uh, uh, cancellation thing but yeah it feels like it's been ages
0: it has it does feel like it's been a while and uh, it's great to be back though so um, looking forward to chatting about games and all the good stuff that we've been doing over the last few months and also joined by Pete how you doing Pete Hey, good evening, guys.
2: Yeah, doing great, yes. And like Tom said, it's been a while. I think we missed, missed a month just being busy, and I've been out, out holidaying.
0: Yeah, I think we all have, haven't we? We've all either been away. Uh, it's the summer holidays for people. I'm sure that people in America have summer holidays and stuff like that. So uh, when the kids break up from school, we go away, and we do stuff. Uh, so I, I don't have the summer holidays off. Uh, like uh, the, the same with you guys. So we just have holidays and breaks and days out, and then, well, tom you're buying a house or moving at some point aren't you so you've got all that yeah. stuff going on
1: yeah my life is all over the place you know we'll focus on the gaming stuff my life is all over the place at the moment so uh, it probably did me a bit of a favor having that that time that, that month off um, a bit more time to focus on catching up with some games that i otherwise wouldn't have had to play yeah,
0: so, and um, and you probably noticed from my intro, the, the elephant in the room, or not in the room, um, so to speak, is Wayne, unfortunately. He can't join us for this particular episode. He's got quite a lot on, uh, so um, we will welcome him back in the next episode, hopefully. Yeah, so
1: we, m- we miss you, Wayne. We miss you. Yeah.
0: M- Clean emotional you- wave the Queen's death. Uh, he, oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't think he could face getting out of bed because, you know, grief. And all of that sort of thing. I'm sure he had all his curtains shut when I walked past his house the other day. I think uh, it's just a sign of the, you know, the grief and everything. So, yeah. Um But anyway, I miss him stroking my leg, so I might have to stroke it myself just to... And my leg. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. It has been a while. It's definitely... So there's going to be a few double entendres and all uh, all that good stuff, all the shenanigans. So anyway, um, right, we have got so much to talk about. It's unreal. And uh, before we get into it, I have to thank Pete for keeping the document up to date because... It is amazing. I mean, you kind of remind me of me when we would I did the same coin because I would be the, do, the one doing the document and nobody would care. <laughs> so, you know, I'd be the one that would just keep everything up to date and this is what we're talking about this episode. And then so, um, we'll Wait, see who how long who lasts. Am I?
1: Please don't say Ben. Uh, no, no, no. Well, I'm not uh, comparing
0: you to, to uh, anybody. i <laughs> uh, sorry. I thought, was, I
1: thought was, that was the thing we
0: i'm just saying that you're very organized i would see how long it lasts because i got to a point probably about 100 shows in where i just thought (laughs) none of these sods they care they don't care so why am i bothering you know i would even i would this is the thing right i'd go we we did a topic once about i think it was censorship in video games that sounds quite uh, sensible for what we would do (laughs) certainly in our early days but anyway and um And I trawled the internet for articles about where, you know, uh, there's been issues with video games and video game censorship. And it was pages long. It was literally pages long. I remember rocking up to record the show and uh, they were like, what are we doing with all this? I was like, I don't know. I just did some notes. So anyway, I'm rambling (laughs) and I've already said that we've got loads to talk about. So please tell me to shut up. So anyway, without further ado, let's get into the news and all of the other things that we've missed over the last couple of months. Here we go. Right, so we have got so much to talk about, so I'm going to rattle through it. And if there are things that you want to talk about, then please just stop me. First things first, um, hopefully by the time this show goes out, it be available before EGX... It will be at London at the Excel between Thursday, the 22nd of September and Sunday, the 25th of September. Uh, we're going to all be there on Friday, the 23rd. Wayne is going to be there as well. He missed out on last year. Um, but unfortunately, but he's back this year. So we I think we, it's fair to say we all love EJX, don't we? And yeah. it's, you know, uh, although we haven't. There's been occasions where we haven't all met up for one reason or another. I think it's it's the constant in our lives, isn't it? You know, we all will generally meet up there, and it's a nice place to catch up and play some of the latest games, some of the oldest games, like the, the retro area and all that stuff. So, yeah, you guys looking forward to it?
1: Yeah, buzzing yeah, definitely. Yeah, cannot wait. I mean, like you said, it, it's become I think as well in like our um, in in our older years. As, as time has become less it's sort of our social hub isn't it we know that mm. you've got that in the diary for one at least one day a year face-to-face meet up and obviously not just us but we meet other people that we know from the industry um, and from streams or from podcasting and it's a piece for work um that yeah that we can that we can uh, all get together once a year is, is brilliant
0: it's good yeah in last year was a bit weird because obviously we were sort of still dealing with um Covid, and so it was. A, it was a bit of a strange affair. Obviously, very stripped back compared to what it's normally been like. So, it'll be interesting to see what it's going to be like this year. I don't think it's going to be back to what it's sort of like, you know, full pump. You know, when it was massive, and you get all of like the big ones there, PlayStation, Xbox, and there were just huge, huge stands. So, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what it's like this year. Um, I haven't really been keeping up to date with it. I'll be honest with you about who's going to be there or what's going to be there. I don't know if you guys have.
1: i personally I, i never do i just do a bit like how i live everything in my life i just turn up on the day just rock up yeah just rock up and and you know but the thing is that you know with that chris um the years last year when it wasn't well in quotation marks great for what was there you can still have a great time at these events they've got retro sections they've got um board game sections they've got all different stuff going on throughout the day so yeah, we, we had a great time, didn't we? Just doing other things that we... You know, rather than waiting five hours in a queue to play one of the AAA games, we ended up using that five hours to do something different, with, you know, retro sections and all that sort of stuff.
0: Yeah, excellent. Yeah, exactly. So look, looking forward to that. And uh, if you're there and you see us, then just come over and say hello. That'd be cool. Um, right, next on to games. So we've got some release dates. Oh, my God. Um, some big hitters. So God of War, Ragnarok uh is due out on the 9th of november are we excited for this one pete i'm going to come to you first because obviously you know your connection to sony and everything it's been a long time coming and there's even plus you know is it actually going to come out this year There were questions raised um because it was very quiet for a while and then all of a sudden it just like dropped and that was it like no real fanfare that's it it's coming out there you go so yeah what do you reckon
2: yeah, definitely very excited. And and like you said, it's, it was kind of announced in a low key way as well. It wasn't like a big state of play or anything. It was just sort of, I can't remember what he's like casually just mentioned. And, and then to your point, the the sort of marketing or like hype for it is pretty slow. If that makes sense. I don't know if that's an intentional, um, like marketing strategy. I don't, know if, you know, like rockstar well-known for sort of only teasing things here and there. Um, and I don't know if that's int- it's intentional to try and copy that approach, but yeah, it's yeah, very excited, very excited for November. Um, yeah, I haven't seen yeah, like I said we haven't seen a lot more since then. I know the, I think um, Game Informer had had like some early like previews of some of the levels and stuff. But I haven't actually had a chance to watch those yet since I came back from holiday.
0: Yeah, Tom, you excited?
2: Uh, I'm gonna throw a spanner
1: it Not really. I, oh, nah. Tom! So I hope it's mean, working. No, nah, there are. I'm sure there was a game. There's a game that I'm really excited for, which I'm sure you're going to come on the list. So I won't I'll reference it here. But uh, God of War. No, I, I mean I enjoyed the. Uh, oh, I could get in so much trouble for us on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I enjoyed the first God of War, um, but that said. I did feel like it was as, as amazing as it was to, to play in terms of how the acts the, the, the combat felt. Um, it didn't feel to me like a finished game. Like the ending of that game just comes out of nowhere and it's like, bam, that's it. And it almost felt like to me that it was hard. They, they got to a point, they were like, Mm, I don't know if we've got enough to finish. Like, I, I didn't feel like it. They really knew how they were going to finish it. It almost felt like a halfway point, and the second game, I'd imagine, will pick up exactly where it left off. But yeah, hype levels. I'm just not high I think it's going to be a lot more of the same combat-wise. Um, it's been interesting to listening to some other people's viewpoints on it within the industry and what they're sort of talking about it. And like to Pete, what people say, we haven't really had much. The game informer stuff has been. Very limited. I know it's their cover story for the month, but even in that, they've kind of only had the same footage that they're using to talk about uh, different points, where it's accessibility it was the latest one they were talking about, um, and a few that you've got a few new abilities with the with the weapons themselves. Um, but I don't think it's going to be a massive leap in terms of graphics and gameplay. I think it's going to be good game. I think it's going to be great, like in terms of it's going to play well. It's going to be solid. Um, The story, I think, they've said they're going to wrap it up, aren't they? This is it now that they're not going to do a third. um, They just want the Kratos uh, father and son element of things wrapped up with this one. And yeah, I just you know I don't know I don't know how you guys felt about the first one, but when they when there was that section where you could go to the different realms, and all the realms were there, but some of them were blocked off. And it was like, oh, this is going to... I, th- I thought in my head that they were going to do it as DLC. And it was like, oh, this is blocked off because of that. But it wasn't. And it just... I don't know. Uh, please tell me how you feel about it, Chris. I i, I would love to know.
0: Um, it's been a while since I played it. But I, I loved it. I remember enjoy, really enjoying it. And um, so, yeah, I, I don't know what to say to you, Tom. I don't, I'm a bit shocked. Yeah, uh, I uh, no, no, it's all good. I mean, the like, thing is, I, 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 mean, you platinumed it, didn't you, Pete? So you got yes. more in depth. Yeah, I played item. it
2: most recently. I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I know um, Wayne's been
0: playing it, but yeah, go on.
2: So, yeah, first, at uh, first, it took me a while to get into it because at first I wasn't quite feeling the comment, but then by the end, I was. Yeah, I was really enjoying it. Uh, I get Tom's point about the realms. It, like, there was a, it's a bit odd that, like, I think it's like two of the realms don't, they're they're featured on like the the. The selection, but no, you can't go to them. And I, I gather, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I gather they, that intention was for DLC, but then it never happened, like you said, Tom. But I thought the story was fine. I didn't feel like the story ended as probably as you were saying, Tom. Like I, I acknowledge were some open ended bits, but you know, which are kind of setting up a sequel, which is now now what we're getting. But I did think it was kind of it, it kind of concluded itself quite nicely.
0: Um, yeah, so I don't remember it, the end. Yeah, let with you. Uh,
2: <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I, I just felt it was abrupt. I thought that was a, that was the sort of the feeling I got for it was I oh, were on this big epic journey, and then it was like a cutscene, and then end, and I was just and it, it I don't know, maybe I'm mis- maybe I'm remembering it wrong, um, but I just remember at the time thinking, oh, I sort of like you've led me to this path, you've shown me that there's loads more. And then you've just gone, we're going no further. I don't know, it just didn't feel, it felt weird to me. But then again, I, I you know, I complain about Hideo Kojima's games being overrated, so what do I know? I, I don't know, I don't
0: know. Yeah, I think you've got something there to do with that. Um, I think sometimes he does go up his own arse, but uh, anyway, <laughs> well, we'll see. I'm sure it's going to do well. I mean, you know, it's uh, it's really, I suppose, it's it's Sony's last big exclusive release of the year, isn't it? So, yeah um obviously we tom. just had the go on
2: no it's just a, like i expect wayne to come out with a controversial playstation opinion it's not you tom oh, no. <laughs> no, maybe, right you know. Well,
1: i know maybe i'm channeling channeling my it you up know, maybe i'm not even not even tom i just ripped my face off and i'm Wayne.
0: <laughs> and like, it's Wayne, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um there we go um another release date bayonetta 3 um is this, this is exclusive to the switch is it Yes. yeah
2: and it's been yes and it's been a long time you know it's been you got announced what like year and a half ago or something like that or maybe even longer um so it's been a long time coming people have been waiting for it and it's like again it's not been seen much of um so there seems to be a lot of hype but i mean to that i mean i enjoyed bayonetta 1 i haven't played bayonetta 2 yeah
0: because um, that was a that was a wii u game wasn't it If yeah i think a...
2: got ported later to switch but yes
0: okay um yeah that's that's coming out on the 28th of October. Um here's my little controversial thing then I am not a huge fan of the Bayonetta games. I just don't get Go them. They're controversy. Go I on. know that they, they don't do anything for me. I, I just I don't know what it is. Cuz well I can see, you know, I've got nothing against sort of like pervy games as such. I mean Christ, what did, what was that game I played where you <laughs> Mr. Massage? <laughs> 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 that, that was the perviest game I think I've ever played in my life, but it's I, I just get the feeling that I mean, yeah, you can this argument about okay, it's empowering bayonetta and whatever, and she's like all this, that, and the other. And but I just think that's a load of bollocks. I think it's just I don't know. It's just yes, I get the the combat, and it's all about that. It's really tight combat, and what well, it just doesn't do anything for me. I, I've tried it. I don't. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan. Have you so seen I'm not that put-
1: there's a new like a like an option on the new one apparently, where you can change how sexy she is? Yeah. Like, okay. See. so there's a thing where you can I saw it on a trailer where you can basically, essentially you put more clothes on her or, or you take clothes off of her, it's basically that um, yeah, so,
2: yeah, and even though it's an option some some members of the internet have decided this is censorship, which is just like, that's not what censorship is, for sure
0: right. okay, fair enough um, you guys, oh, you said you enjoyed the first one Pete, what about you Tom? I've, you no, do it, like, buy, I've never
1: played one Okay. so but I can pass on my judgement
0: see with the thing is with these games and similar to i suppose god of war is that because of you know you have to be decent at the com the combat you know and remember the combos mm. and, and and it's based on like it's like devil may cry isn't it you know and because you, you get ranked every every encounter you get an, an an a b c d f whatever s rank and i always generally get a crap ranking because i'm i just t- find a combo that i enjoy doing and it's easy for me to remember because of my aging brain and it's you know and that's it and that I tend to stick to those so i always feel like I'm not playing the games as they're intended. I'm not mm-hmm. getting the most out of them because I'm not learning the the actual combat. So I suppose yep. if you're into all of that, then more power to you. And you know, I think it's people like that that tend to enjoy those kind of games. So um, whereas I did find that with God of War, at least there were it, it wasn't overly complicated. You know, it felt like there was enough choice, but not too much. Whereas I think with Bayonetta, it's perhaps it's been a while since i've played it i'll be honest with you it was on the, the 360 so that's how long ago it was yeah. um i mean i enjoyed anyway. it but
2: i wouldn't want to plan them. I mean. i'm like the same thing chris i'm just not no. skilled enough i can't get yeah. like s ranks or whatever
0: well yeah. if you're no, not skilled I mean, enough then i'm definitely not skilled enough because you're, like, you're, you're really good at video games <laughs> so then there is um, definitely
1: no point in me starting this series either I'll just leave no. that on
2: the shelf
0: there you go. Um, Marvel's Midnight Suns uh, coming out on the 2nd of December. I know literally nothing yeah, about this, this game. Uh,
2: unfortunately, I, I included this more for Wayne because Wayne had, had commented before that he was very excited for it. Um, again, it's just interesting that they've announced release it because it was, I can't remember when, I think it was like October roughly. Then they announced it was delayed and the, the wording was a bit ambiguous. They so said they had been delayed to like um, their sort of Q4 of their financial year, which but it sort of implied that it would be ne- like sort of first few months of ne- of 2023 but then they finally come out and, that's, and that actually is coming out this year. Um Okay.
0: Yeah, got I, someone's
1: got that on our fantasy league, is that Wayne?
0: Yeah, well I think
2: I think it's Wayne because again Wayne yeah. was quite excited for it.
0: What kind of game is it? I mean because I'll get a bit mixed up with a lot of these superhero games because you got hmm. was it Gotham Knights? Yep. And yep. then there was a Suicide Squad, yep. I think they got yep. delayed till next year, didn't they? So Gotham yes, Knights
1: is still coming this year, I think.
0: Is it? Oh, uh, yes. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yes. Gotham Knights.
2: Yeah. Is. But yeah, Suicide Squad got delayed.
0: So I know, yeah, I don't know really anything about this, uh, this game. This is
2: this is almost it's a bit like XCOM. It's more like turn-based tactical, moving moving people around a not a grid but like a, a battlefield. Okay. It's not it's not um, you know Arkham combat or anything like that.
1: It, it definitely looks interesting. I just don't think, like you were saying, Chris, about certain games, um, certain players, like skill set wise. I don't think it's really my sort of area um, of, of, of gameplay xcom i've always tried xcom and been terrible at it so i think i'll probably even though i would want to give this a go i think deep down inside i know it's not really a game for me but we'll see
0: yeah, I'm not a huge fan. I played the original XCOM on the Amiga when it came out many many years ago. So, but I and I know that the XCOM games, the the reboots of them, are supposed to be really really good. But and then there was obviously the uh, what was it Mario Rabbids? That was sort of like a turn based type yeah, style game. Yeah. Which played a little demo of it. But again, it's I'm like you, Tom. It's it's too. It's not the kind of gameplay that engages me. If I'm honest with you. So um, yeah. But uh, anyway, that, that's coming out. Um, just recently announced for next year, Assassin's Creed Mirage. So what's this then? Is this a, like a standalone game? Is this an expansion? I don't know anything about this. It is really bad, doesn't it? Considering I'm on a video game podcast. I don't know <laughs> nothing about what I'm talking about. I mean, but... so
2: you, you know, normally like big news comes out the day after we record. In a rare this happened yesterday. Um, but I haven't had a chance to catch me. Uh, yeah, so Assassin's Creed Mirage, the next... Main entry in the franchise. These, is this is the Baghdad. Have, is it Baghdad? Uh, no. Yes.
1: See, so I'm, I'm gonna. It's middle. Well, they, they they announced like five, didn't they? Yeah, the they
2: yeah they announced quite a few lot of future ones. Um, yeah. I gathered the intention. This is one is deliberately meant to be more like the very first Assassin's Creed, in terms of both setting and the the style of gameplay. Uh, I. Yeah, like you said, Chris, I haven't unfortunately had a chance to actually catch up on everything. But like, and like Tom said, they announced quite a lot as well. But this was, the, I think, the next main uh, entry in Devantress. Like I said, coming out.
1: Yeah, because I think mm-hmm. they did one. They did one that's sort of like set in Baghdad. One that's set in Japan. Um yep. But some of them are mobile games. One of them is a main AAA title. I think there was another uh, Valhalla DLC or something like that. There's like loads of stuff that they announce all in one go which is a bit of an odd way of doing it because like this then you just get a confusion and mixed messages about your what you're actually putting out yeah but I, I know.
0: Guess, go on pete no. sorry
2: i was gonna say yeah so i guess yes yes is baghdad just looking while was talking um and i guess the point is that it's a deliberate Call back to the the original style of Assassin's Creed games which obviously hasn't been one for a while because obviously the last few have all been the the sort of massive open world ones with Valhalla Origins and odyssey
0: hmm so it'll go back to that sort of like suppose open world but not expansive like you said the the last couple of games is it's more stripped back is it's more it's, like
2: yeah just one city you know with the the quest like or like you know, maybe even more like bit more like two
0: be interesting, then that's the ca- I mean, because I really loved to when that came out. I mean, cause do, you remember, do you remember all the hype about one when that came out? I think that uh, there was the CG trailer that you know got everybody going and everything. And then the thing, the main thing I take, took away from Assassin's Creed one was that he couldn't bloody swim, <laughs> and it was just like, oh my god, seriously. But then Assassin's Creed two, I think with the whole thing, just it just improved massively with the voice acting, the story, you know, the setting, what you could do. And then, yeah, so... But I haven't played any of the... I mean, you platinum one recently, didn't you, Pete? Um, which one was that? Origins? Uh, Origins,
2: yes, Egypt. So, yeah, the first sort of open-world one, which I did enjoy, but I I haven't played many of the, the previous Assassin's Creed, the, you know, the, the sort of more uh, linear ones. Mm. I've, only played, I've only played Assassin's Creed 1. I haven't played any of the Ezio
0: ones. Yeah. Are you a big fan of the series, Tom, at all?
2: I, I was up till.
1: Uh, Black Flag, and um, played all of them up to Black Flag, and then I basically it was rather it was a, which is wonder why if they're going back to, a bit more of a smaller structured game, it was just you you had the pirate ships in Black Flag, and I couldn't get past this one point with the ship because my ship wasn't strong enough, but in order to make my ship stronger, I just had to go and collect, literally seven different things but scattered on each corner of the of the uh, of the map and I've, hmm. i couldn't be bothered i just, it got to a point where i was just sat there thinking i've just not got the time to go and find these things and do these things which are you know mundane tasks busy work uh, yeah yep. busy work yeah so i i, I left it at, at, at that
0: yeah Okie doke, well there you go, you got some video games to look forward to coming out this year, and next, so on to some hardware uh, news, so MetaQuest 2 is getting a $100 price rise two years after its release, so is this due to inflation, because the, the, the next story is, um, which it was on the Metro, and I, I, I don't know how big a deal, deal this story was, i mean other than you know xbox hasn't had a price rise but so that you got the playstation 5 which is getting a price rise of 30 pounds which i find ironic actually considering that they're still really hard to difficult to get hold of so you know um but um yeah i don't know due to inflation i mean
2: yeah yeah, so i gather it's due to inflation and just the increased cost you know the the sort of microchip shortage around the world is still going on the increased cost of like um getting the materials or getting the chips themselves uh in essence like you said the, the whole point of the story is always just setting up the, the playstation price increase because it's fairly unprecedented like it's fairly rare like you know if a if you had an item that came out two years ago you would expect the price to come down actually you expect like yeah um you know they've improved production Cost, or they've you know made, managed to make savings elsewhere that they can reduce the price. So it's fairly odd for like such a a premium item to go up in price. Now, I think only Wayne's the only I think anyone of us has actually used a quest before, so I couldn't comment on like is this a, you know is it still worth it or anything like that. Um, but then, yeah, it, obviously, short like that was quite a while ago. Um, but then the, the PlayStation price was came, came up quite recently, and uh, so the the I think both versions of the PlayStation Five are going up by thirty pounds, um, and it's just again like average due to inflation and like you know currency, um, you know differences in currency rates. It's it's just not great, really. Do you, I mean like you said, Xbox have, have come out and said they're not they're not putting their price up. And Nintendo said they're not putting the price of the Switch up. Um, and to your point, Chris, it kind of smacks of well, PlayStation can afford to get rid of is because. The 5 is still fairly limited. You know, it's still hard to get hold of. So people are going to have to like deal with it. They're not. they certainly not going to get it for cheaper, are they? So, mm. um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I, obviously, I have to. I'm I'm very far removed from like what 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 place to decide on the hardware side. I have no nothing to do with that side of the business. But yeah, it just didn't seem great.
0: It's one of those though that I suppose they could mitigate the increase in the price by throwing in um, like you know, three months' worth of plus or something like that, you know, plus premium, just to get people on it. And then, I, I don't know, would would that be something? Because, yeah I, yeah, I get, you know, price increases, etc. But then that $100 price tag increase seems very excessive. And the weird thing, I mean, I don't follow Digital Foundry like I used to. I used to watch all the videos on all the stuff, listen to the, the shows that they do. But the one thing I did see, because I'm still subscribed to them on uh, YouTube, is, though, that they're saying that the... Um, the prices of the graphics cards, like the RTX 3080 and whatever, actually mm. coming down, and I'm having a quick look on uh, Amazon, and you can get one for £687. Now, at one point, probably a year or so ago, the cheapest you could get one for was about a grand because they were just yeah. in such short supply and they were, you know, really high demand and because they're like, you know, red art graphics cards and whatever. But now, I mean, that seems like actually a really <laughs> decent price that's, for, a, you know, a top-end graphics card. You know what I mean? Yeah,
2: that's that's slightly different because that has weird weirdness with um cryptocurrencies because the whole reason that they were like the price got inflated so much was because you had like um cryptocurrency miners like trying to get hold of multiple bunches of them and then i gather like i don't follow that sort of thing but i gather like they've like the whole cryptocurrency thing has kind of had a crash and a slump recently so that's why they're coming more available because they're not as interested in picking them up
0: hmm so yeah, well there you go. If you can get hold of one, unfortunately, it's going to cost you a little bit more. But there you are. Um, but as well, if you are going to buy a new PlayStation, then there's going to be a shiny new controller that's going to be coming with it as well. Um, so again, one of those things. Sorry, I haven't really looked too much into this, but um, <laughs> it's got it's. It sounds like the elite xbox controller you got paddles on the back and various other bits and pieces um tom you looking forward to this would you buy one i don't know how much are they going to cost i haven't seen how much they, they, have they been priced yet
1: i think there's two there's two uh if i'm not mistaken because xbox have now announced another one for them as well haven't they yeah um which i think maybe that's got the two price points we'll have to double check that but no for me i mean the elite controllers they look cool i mean if you if you want to add extra buttons and map your buttons and you can switch for the, you can change out the analog sticks now on those, so if you do suffer from drift, you don't need mm. to get a whole new controller, you can basically switch out the analogs individually uh, and adjust their sort of settings, yeah if you want to go into that level of detail, I mean I don't think um, I would ever need to go into that much detail in, in terms of controller spec for myself personally, I tend to just get on with what, I mean I still use the D-pad if I got the option, I'm still, a, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I generally do whenever I, I haven't have been able to stream for a while, but it was always a running joke of if I was streaming, they'd be like, show us what you're using. And I'd be like, I'm using the D-pad because I grew up on the D-pad and that was you know, easier for me. Um, so yeah, an elite controller for me isn't probably going to get much use out of it, but I don't know how you guys feel
2: about it. Pete? Uh... So yeah, there's no uh, there's no pricing announced yet. Uh, I'm interested, although it does depend on the price. So like, the only sort of elite like elite or premium controller you can get at the moment for the version Five is like the the scuff ones, and they're like two hundred quid. So they're pretty pricey. Mm. Um, so I'm interested, but yeah, it'd have to be for like because the thing is, well, I've just bought like I've just bought a whole bunch of dual, um dual sensors normal dual sensors anyway. For, like the kids so like i've got quite a few controllers now so i don't feel like i don't need to rush out and get another one
0: yeah i i'm just thinking back to because the playstation 5 is it's two years old now isn't it is it yeah, coming well, up to two years up
2: second year. yeah two years in november yeah
0: geez that is crazy so and I remember Adam and I did a show on on it, you know, in our first impressions and everything. And we talked about the controller, obviously, because the DualSense, you know, you, you, when you play Astro Bot, and he's like, "Oh my god, this controller is amazing, everything." And I'm holding it there in my hand and the controller, and uh, it's it's I still this still feels premium to me compared to like the PlayStation Four. But the PlayStation Four controller was. a a leap up from the PlayStation 3. I hated the PlayStation 3 controller because my fingers would always slip off the R2 and L2. Um, and I actually bought um, these little attachments that you could add to the PlayStation 3 controller just so that they had a little bit of a curve on them so your fingers wouldn't sort of slip off them. So then they changed that with the PlayStation 4 controller, which I really enjoyed. But then when you put the PlayStation 4 and then blend the PlayStation 5 together, This has got more heft to it, more weight. It just feels more premium. So having, I suppose, the option to buy a more premium product on top of that... I mean, I did have an Elite controller for the Xbox at one point when I had more money than cents, sense, I guess. And I think they were about £120 at the time. And then there's the Elite Elite Controller 2, I think, which I don't know Mm. what that does different. And yeah, it was a nice controller. It came in its own little case. It was lovely, and you could take the little... um, uh, analog sticks off you know and it was supposedly some were better for f- racing games and some were better for fighting games and you could t- change the d-pad tom um, yeah. and, and all that kind of stuff and there was you know it felt weighty and and premium but it was just a controller that i ended up just I, I, i'm not one of these people that was using the back triggers for reloading and whatever because i didn't need that extra split second of, of time so i suppose like you know what you were saying pete i it's one of those where do I really need a premium control in my life? And the answer is probably no, if I'm honest with you. I'm not that person anymore that I used to be. Um, you know, so.
1: How we've grown. Yes, I really grown know. Andrew, Isn't it
0: boring? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Watch the space next year. We'll, we'll all get to try one at EGX or something, and then this time next year, we'll all have a. I know, I
0: know. Um, but and then also because uh, Sony have been talking about their new remote play features, uh, which they've been doing a bit more promo on. I guess is there's going to be a, there's a backbone controller which is officially licensed. So if this if you want to play remote play on your phone, um, this is one that you can actually use and attach it to your phone. And it's it looks nice. I I, I think Wayne's ordered one. Um, yeah, but... so
2: again, this this story was aimed more at Wayne. Unfortunately, he's not here because he he's already got a backbone, not a PlayStation version, but another another version of the backbone for his phone. And he says, and he used it with um, um, Xbox Cloud Streaming, and he says it works really well and he really likes it. And like you said, I think he's ordered one of the PlayStation ones. Um, it's a nice idea. It's nice to see. Uh, this is a licensed one, so like I said, it's, it's been developed by Backbone. It's just it's just got like PlayStation branding and like the buttons and everything. Mm. Uh, it's an interesting idea. It's only um, like Apple iOS phones, um, iPhones at the moment. So I have an Android, for, so it's, it's not relevant for me myself. Uh, okay. um, yeah. I don't know. Even if you did one up, I'm not 100 sure if I would get. I don't. I can't imagine um, I'd use the the streaming very much personally. No. Um, and, and plus, I've also got you know just got Steam Deck, so
0: <laughs> more on Nothing. that later. Yes. Yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Um, and then, uh, there's like you mentioned, there's a, an Elite Series 2 controller, which apparently is £45 pe- uh, pound cheaper than the regular Elite Series 2 controller. Um, anyway, PSVR releasing early 2023. Wow. Uh, exciting news. So, obviously, we had that little bit of um, state of play, which showed off some of the games which are going to be coming to it, uh, such as the Horizon Zero Dawn Um, spin-off or whatever and then there was a few other bits and pieces but we've not actually been shown much of the hardware as such or any releases anything we haven't got a firm release yet but it does look like a nice piece of kit i'll be honest with you i've actually unplugged my psvr already and i've taken the camera out because i'm just thinking i'm not really using it at the moment and you know i probably will get the psvr 2 be interesting to see how much it is. i mean if they're putting the price up of the playstation 5 and the psvr 2 was what mm-hmm. 289 300 quid when that first came out um and this
2: is a more ha- premium version of it as well
0: yeah, yeah so how much is this one going to be yeah we're looking at 350 i'm i'm sort of guessing already 350 i reckon um but yeah um what what do you think then um pete you you, you excited for it would you think you'll get one
2: uh, so, yes, excited for it. Yes, probably will get one. Funnily enough, I've done exactly the same thing, Chris. I've literally this <laughs> weekend boxed up my old PSVR because I was just like, I, I was fiddling around with the wires. And I was like, I don't think I'm going to set this up. And it's you know only X months away now. That's it's best to like get yeah, you and know, you know, trade it in and get the get the is, value for this it. This is
1: a proper like Toy Story moment. You realise that, right? The, the old the old toys being put in a box before the oh, even before the new toys mean, even what? arrived.
0: How poor, Those yep. poor, poor VR sets. I know. Uh, it, it, it will be nice to play with the new one, which will have specifically designed controllers, because the Move controllers yes. were just a pain in the arse. Um, you know, just, I suppose, jury-rigged into for something that they weren't intended for, I guess. Um, because, obviously, the Move controllers were, you know, the, the, if going back many years ago, the, the the PlayStation's answer to the Wii, weren't they? Yep. Okay. Um, so you know uh, and then they just kind of had psvr and then it was like what can we use as as controllers i mean they were decent enough for, for some games but then they did show their limitations with a lot of games um, and particularly the camera as well so i am looking forward to it but also at the same time i think it's going to be an expensive toy that i'll play with for a while then i'll probably <laughs> do the same as i've done with this <laughs> are you going to get one tom because i know you've not actually had one before it, have you no it, but it is moving in the right
1: direction it's, the, it's getting there where I'm at the point where I'm thinking, oh, it's looking a bit more interesting. Like you were saying about the controllers, like now that they've got controllers that they've designed properly for it, uh, less wires. So I think it's down to is it down to one one cable now? I think. For the I think one so, yeah. yeah, I think once the cable goes, I think that's going to be my. Okay, let's give it a go because you can get the wireless ones right. I think the quite is it the quest or. Um, one of the other, one of the other,
0: yeah. So the quest is, um, there's no cables with that or anything. That's yeah. just, a, so yeah. Maybe, so
1: maybe VR three, maybe PlayStation VR three, which will probably, if they keep going with it, will probably have no cables. That's probably when I'll try and jump on it. I think, give it, give yeah. it a try.
0: So because I've just been just going back to the um, the Quest price increase then. So because I was just looking to see what that was. So it's it's basically gone up from $300 to $400 and then $400 to $500 depending on whether you get the 128 gig or the 256 gig versions. So I mean if the Quest is effectively now 400 quid or $400 it's going to be I'm like how much is a Quest to let's have a quick look on Amazon. A quest two is I don't know it's uh oh yeah f- yeah, fact <laughs> so they've just translated exact from dollars to pounds, so it's three hundred and ninety nine dollars for the hundred and twenty eight gig model and it comes with beat Saber, and then five hundred pounds for the two hundred and fifty six gigabyte version. That's crazy, isn't it? I mean, yeah i know i don't know (laughs) i'm thinking if it's if it's 400 pounds that's in the lot isn't it
1: the whole uh, it's how a console isn't
0: it yeah yeah so i will see what what's going on um with all of that whether we'll be able to afford to be able to to charge you up we'll see um So we might not be able to play in any games next year because we can't afford to turn the consoles on. So anyway, um, right? The these are some miscellaneous stories that have popped up over the last so, few weeks. So I I mentioned this one to you, um, Pete, didn't I? Because I, I was like, hmm. what's the likelihood of this you know coming off or anything happening with this? Sony sued for five billion uh, pounds for ripping people off on PlayStation so, store. So this is something that to do with the um, perceived amount of um cuts that they take or they charge people for which then gets passed on to consumers or something like that isn't it so yeah what do you reckon is this just because you've heard of like people suing companies before for various things and it never it creates a few headlines but no, it never comes to anything so what do you reckon uh people are sony gonna be paying out on this
2: i mean gee i'm not i'm not a lawyer but it, it seems unlikely it, it like like the, like you said there's sort of gist of the argument of this class action lawsuit seems to be around the, the 30% cut that um, Sony take on the games. And I think they're arguing that basically they shouldn't take anything and they should pass that saving on to the, the, the consumers. Um, I don't know how that works as a business where it's like, okay, Sony take nothing, Sony get no profit on on the games they're selling. Um, but I think the oddity is just that Sony have been singled out and it's because 30% is the it's basically the industry standard. It's only recently the Epic... Um, themselves took did, and did a massive like cut on the i think they dropped it down to like sort of 12 15 rather than 30 percent, and even then they, they did that deliberately as a as a sort of move against in their lawsuit against apple um to try and make the, the epic games a little bit more appealing like nintendo microsoft's take 30 percent as well um and a lot of people have argued as well that it's just like it it's not necessarily like uh singling out Sony seems a bit odd and also it just wouldn't work for multi format games because it's just like well then if, if Sony were charging less than you know, so would Microsoft and Nintendo. Um so it's an odd one. I I don't know. I gather like I haven't followed into it until, I gather like the 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 people behind the lawsuit did recently did a Reddit AMA ask asked me anything and it went really badly. Everyone's just calling out that they're, they're basically just doing it like you said for the headlines to make money. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's a non- it's a
1: nonsense thing, and it I don't think I, I didn't look into it too much after they announced it, but basically like Pete was saying, I th- it's they're singling out one company, it smells of just trying to get your name in the headlines, trying to get something out of it, but I don't think it'll go anywhere.
0: Mm. Yeah fair enough uh next up we need wayne for this and he's not here so uh we'll just say xbox game pass friends and family uh launches in ireland and weirdly columbia um <laughs> so it's a random choice to to launch friends and family um but I, I don't really know much about this i think it's the ability to have game pass and then share it with people Um, your friends and family, (laughs) ironically. Um, So, there you are. Um, uh, Next up, PlayStation Boss calls Microsoft's post-acquisition Call of Duty offer inadequate on many levels. So, this is to do with uh, Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard and the concerns, obviously, of them cornering the market and then, you know, making games exclusive to Xbox platform uh, platforms and you know, taking it away from other platforms such as PlayStation. So, and because uh, this still, still hasn't gone through yet, has it? This acquisition, it's still sort of like there's, so, no. there's consultation no, happening no, no, between no, different happening, yeah. countries, so it's not a done deal, although it, it's heading, I suppose, that way, unless something drastic happens. But, um, Call of Duty, obviously, one of the flagship titles, not as big as it was, but still obviously pretty massive. Um, but just concerns that you know it's it's not going to be an exclusive and not available on PlayStation um, for in the, in the for sitting in the forthcoming years, shall we say? Uh, concerns about the, I still enjoy Call of Duty games every now and then. I don't play them that often, but obviously there was a period of time when we played Modern Warfare a lot. Um, didn't play Vanguard much at all. Um, but Modern Warfare Two is coming out this year. Uh, yeah, looking forward to that. I think that'll be good fun. But um, yeah, I, I don't know what your thoughts on this one. Uh, Tom, we'll come to you first.
1: I think Phil Spencer's come out and said that it's not going to go that way. They've they've kept Minecraft across everything, um, and they want to do the same with Call of Duty. But obviously, that is, is very dependent on Phil and his position. And if you know he may not be in that job role forever, the company may decide to do something else with it and ch- and take it down another path. I don't think. You see, past the next four or five years, um, when the when the, when agreements of contracts and stuff are run out, I don't think you'll see Microsoft put it. Not the whole thing that they'll have to have. There'll be an element of Call of Duty, whether it is just the multiplayer or it's just a campaign, or a different type of you know, battle royale, whatever. They'll keep something for the Xbox for the Game Pass exclusively they have to because they've spent so much money on it it would be foolish of them in a business sense to not divide it and split split some of it with the other companies but then keep a little nugget to themselves that's going to draw people into their platform over going for PlayStations or at that point wherever else it's on um, personally that's my opinion on it but I don't know how you feel about
2: it Pete I mean, it, like you said, it depends what happens. So, this this story came about as that Phil Spencer, I can't remember who it was with, he, he did an interview and he said that he said that the Call of Duty would come still be released on PlayStation console after the acquisition for several more years. And that, was his, that was his term, and several is obviously a bit of a vague term, but I guess most people sort of think of that as like five to seven, roughly, sort of years. Um, and then Jim Ryan in a in a not necessarily needed a bit of bitchiness was like said well actually they said it was three years and that's not several um, so yeah it's interesting it's like I don't know it does depend what they do uh, like I think I think it's his name like Call of Duty like out of, out of both sort of um, platforms like it's still mostly played on PlayStation so obviously it matters to PlayStation a lot and it is a big deal that if it they you know they did lose access to it um, but yeah, who, who, we we'll have to wait and see. I guess we, who knows what's going to happen.
0: Hmm. It's one of those. You, I mean, after obviously this year and and last year was it last year or two years ago when Microsoft was just buying everybody. You you, you just don't know what to do, what to predict. And I think I, I think I'll probably go along the lines of what you said, Tommy. As much as that, I mean, Call of Duty has wavered between having exclusivity in some way or fashion between xbox and playstation over the last few years because i remember xbox 360 that was the lead platform so they'd get the maps a month earlier than say the playstation and then the various other bits and pieces and then when playstation was on top there was that exclusivity deal so they'd get things a bit sooner than xbox so you know i i think if they did something like that then that it would probably annoy people but it would be better than just having it not on the platform completely. And it, like you just said, it makes no sense. And I'm not a business person, so what do I know? But I suppose from from a, a, an idiot's point of view, it makes no sense when you've got millions of people playing a game where they're buying the battle pass, you know, or whatever it's called, the season pass, which is, is money that goes directly to them at that point. To just take that away in favour of, you know, okay, I guess I understand the idea of you're enticing people to buy an Xbox, but if you've already got a built-in audience of millions of people that are probably spending you know money on, you know, the Battle Pass or whatever it is, then, it, I don't know, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me to just take it all away. But then, as you said, Tom, they've spent so much money... They can't you know that what are they going to do but then they did with minecraft but then they, yeah. minecraft's everywhere isn't it you know so i mean
1: as well for them i know it sounds stupid but it's advertisement for them right if every time you're loading up call of duty on your playstation and you're getting the xbox logo come up and say xbox xbox every, every time there's that element to it as well but yeah mm. I, like you said chris I, it'd be interesting what Peter said it'd be interesting to see what happens in the future mm.
0: Definitely. Uh, Last couple of stories then. So here we go. So Sony ditching PS5 accolades uh, feature nobody (laughs) used. So much so I didn't even know what it is. What is it? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, this is quite a funny one. So
2: the idea of this was that um,
0: after like multiplayer matches, you could
2: give teammates or enemies like awards. Um, I'm not actually 100% sure what the end goal was. I guess it's like an engagement thing. Maybe it might have even been like a um like a you know, a karma thing where it's like, Oh, this person's a good player, this person's a bad player. Do you mean and it affects, affects something in the background? I don't know. Uh the the funny thing is like I did know about it, I did try using it, but then the whole thing is like, Oh, you can only use it on people who aren't in your friends list and it's like, Well, I only play with my friends and wants to play with dirty <laughs> randomers. yeah (laughs) so 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 yes i never never gave anyone an accolade and apparently no one no one else did so they're ditching it
0: yeah it's weird because i remember i'm sure xbox 360 had something similar like you could when you did play with people you could rate them as a player whether they were you know uh, i'm sure that there was something hidden in the in the background i'm sure wayne's probably listening to this thinking yes there was um or saying yes there was but yeah i don't know it's Mm, I don't know. It's not not something I I think think I've ever used.
2: I don't think anyone's going to miss it. It's fine.
0: Uh, And then finally, PlayStation announced PlayStation Stars loyalty program. So I suppose is this in uh, response to the Microsoft points that Wayne always talks about where you... I mean, he you know, for doing certain things like logging on or using Bing or, I don't know, playing a game or getting a tr- an achievement uh, or doing something, then he will build up a points where at the end of a quarter, he'll get like 20, 25 quid or something. Mm. Is it something similar to that? Is there any uh, financial or is it more, you know, just avatars or whatever?
2: Well, no no firm details yet, so we're not sure. But yes, I gather the intention is, like you said, to... to to as a, a a version of the xbox award program and exactly like you said obviously wayne's used it quite a lot and spoken quite highly of like of the sort of value he gets out of it my my concern is that much like game Pass, we know microsoft are willing to throw money at stuff whereas i think Sony are gonna end up being more conservative and i end, i end up yeah i have a bad feeling you'll end up just being like like you said chris just i don't know a few avatars or something and just not as just not as a good idea you know incentive as the xbox one but we'll see
0: yeah ex- exactly especially if we gotta pay five billion out to people for overcharging so um, <laughs> yeah anyway that was the news uh and there we go so right should we move on to what we've been playing and achieving but also we've got a hardware review which i'm very excited about so should we move on anybody got anything else they want to mention
1: no good to move on
0: excellent right we'll be back in a second with our games and some hardware in a world
3: where the gods are
0: powerless to really
3: are you kidding me Prometheus Zeus I am the one telling the story you can't start the trailer that way don't interrupt my narration Typhon destroyer of gods is free To stop him from turning the world into chaos, we must depend on a mortal. A mortal? (laughs) Who washed ashore on a mysterious land. Unprepared for the destiny that awaits her. Good luck with that! Oh, look! She just saved Hermes' Shh! She's about to reveal the plot. The vanquished gods need to be reunited with their severed essences to regain their power. Then, together, you must defeat Typhon. All we have, Phoenix, is you. No pressure. Thanks. I think. Thus, my dear cousin, begins the rise of Phoenix. Ah! Possible storytelling, but with no epic action scenes whatsoever. Ah, now you're talking.
4: Show yourself!
3: So, she wins or what? That, Zeus, you'll have to find out for yourself. Oh, come on. Video games won't be invented for another 2,500 years. Immortals Phoenix Rising, available December 3rd.
0: Right, we're back. So, I know you've got a load of games to talk about, Pete, but I think everybody's really excited to hear your impressions of the Steam Deck. (laughs) um i don't know why i i just every time i say it and i have to sort of stop myself i just keep thinking i'm gonna say steam dick and i'm it's just me i'm sorry but it's steam deck steam deck uh so anyway um you can get hold of so steam dick any time <laughs> you just have to ask. well i'm seeing you soon yeah, so truth, um yes. now we did a little preview of this obviously when it was all kind of coming out um earlier on the year and we did some size comparisons uh, uh and you know comparing it to the switch the wii u i think maybe i don't even know if the, just for giggles the, the vita was even thrown in because uh hmm. but so it's massive we know that it's massive but you've had some time to, to play with one now and i just want to know tell us what it's what it's like what it's, is what is it well we've probably got questions but i'll just off you go you carry on
2: yes yeah, so uh i uh i i pre-ordered it on the day it um you know pre-orders went up um i finally got it delivered to my house a year almost a year afterwards so definitely a long a long old wait. um
0: that's exciting though isn't it having to wait a year that's patience isn't it having to wait a year for something yeah, like yeah. that and
2: I definitely had had moments of like should I cancel it am I actually going to use it because um I think I've spoken before like I got a, a switch light for the commute and then inevitably COVID happened and then even when I have been commuting I met I haven't used it so it was like am I actually going to use this should I should I be doing this well um I suck it out and then it arrives. um and yeah it's so, like, I'll, I'll cut to the chase. First question: I'm I'm loving it. I think it's great. It's it's everything it's sort all of promised to be, uh, and more. And just just for that, it's it's um, it's. I'm really glad I did I did stick with it, and I'm glad I got one. Um, so I got the the two five six gigabyte model, which is the sort of medium tier one. Uh, and then I bought like a two hundred fifty six gigabyte micro SD card as well just for like the extra storage and I'm definitely glad that I got this one so uh, it's available in three, three different like configurations so all the, all the same uh, size and model but just different um, hard drive spaces so that like either 64 gig 256 or 512 um, and I'm kind of glad I didn't shut out for like the, the the top end one because from what I found actually even though it's a it's an SSD inside like it seems to run absolutely fine for the micro SD card everything seems to run like about the same sort of loading and everything like that um so definitely have, yeah definitely happy with that um like you said like everything you've heard about it is true it's it's bigger than than I expected like um like this isn't great radio but I'll hold it up for you guys here so. we can Um, see it this is big guys it's
0: bigger than your head it's massive
2: it's 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 it's, so in terms of like width it's the same width as my laptop which i'm holding it up to right now it's like it's like two-thirds of the size of my full size keyboard do you mean it's it's a lot bigger than i expected and it's also heavier as well um it's not so heavy that like it's uncomfortable to to hold for long periods of time um but it's definitely something where like i wouldn't want to hold it like in one hand like this feels a bit is it, is it quite weighty? and I'm, I'm yeah yeah like oh
0: god don't you you you're scaring me and it's i mine. Exactly. Don't, don't drop it for christ's sake <laughs>
2: yeah it's it's not it's definitely not a switch light which is which by comparison like that yeah like you said Chris, going back to that or the vita afterwards it was just like god if feels so small in comparison um and like it's not just like, like so just, you've got the screen size it's like. You got a screen size which is big. Um, it's also actually got quite a large bevel, if it's like that black border around all the other Which actually, like, I didn't notice it at first, but then someone was commenting about it, like on Reddit. I saw, and I was like, oh yeah, actually, it's huge. Um, but it also, just like the way the the controls and the buttons stick out to the side, it, it is it's just wide. It takes up a lot of space. Um, how how do you
1: find that with the button layout, that the control layout?
2: Is it comfortable to use? So. So first, like yes, yeah, so, yeah, so the first like i don't I think I've spoken to it before, like I tend to hold my like um controllers controls in a weird way, like I have my um index fingers on r one and r two on the bumpers, and then my middle fingers on the triggers, whereas I gather most people sort of had the index fingers on the triggers and then kind of switch back and forth as needed, yeah, um so I did that initially because it's good to see that' it's got bumpers and triggers as well, and I found it was kind of um. Unbalanced. It kind of like was trying to fall. It was like it was almost like it was going to fall out of my hands constantly. So I did have to like kind of switch it to, having my index fingers and the triggers. And when I did that, what I found was that my um, my middle finger and my ring finger just fell really naturally onto the back buttons on the back. Mm. So at first, like I said, because of the way I was holding it, like I couldn't really reach the back buttons and I wasn't using them. And then when I did that slight change, I was like, oh wow, they, they just fell perfectly. I didn't have to like make any adjustment. Um, in, in all in all honesty like i haven't actually used them a lot in most games so like I'll, I'll get to it but like one of the the great things about it is that for a lot of the games it just it just assumes that um from the layout it is, it is you're using an xbox controller which makes sense because the the button like the the alphabet you know letters on the buttons are the same as the xbox um and i guess just for like pc obviously i guess that's obviously more widely um, a more commonly used controller on PC than the PlayStation one, so it kind of makes sense. Um, but because of that, obviously, standard Xbox 360 controller doesn't have back buttons, so it doesn't need. To, so most games don't use them. Um, but it's nice to know that they're there if needed. Um, yeah, and then your the, your fingers kind of rest on the joystick. They're kind of high. Like I think I think other people have said this. Like if you look compared to like I've again as a PlayStation owner oh, no. i've always preferred level joysticks i know definitely like, don't get me wrong i totally understand why some people prefer the offset ones where it's like uh the right one or the left one is lower than the like so that's how it is on xbox How it's on the switch mm. um i quite like it i think for you tom like i don't know if you see like the d-pad it's quite high and quite far to the it's left really so it's near like, the edge what- like, right in the corner yeah, isn't it yeah exactly i was gonna say so that can be like a little problematic sometimes. If you need to like reach over, there. I guess if you're like just using D-pad, it should be okay. But like going back and forth, like I mean, I guess at that point, I haven't tried this with like um, like a fighting game. I haven't tried anything with like extensive, like you know, quarter circle movements or something like that. Um, I have used the D-pad. I like I've used it for some like tactical games, and, and it works. It, the D-pad itself is absolutely fine. But like I said, it, it is quite stuck in the corner. Um, yeah, and then. Gee, what else to talk about it? It's um,
1: what well, you were saying earlier, Pete, that it does everything you uh, everything you'd want and more. What's the more bit? Is there been anything about it that you didn't realise it was capable of doing, or or that you didn't think it could, or didn't know about it before? And then you got I, it out of the box.
2: Um, so I think the thing, yeah. So I think the key thing about it, so, so, um, this, so the thing it runs on Linux. So I'm not familiar with Linux. I'm like I haven't been uh, a pc game for much like but when i was i was obviously on windows um so like there was a lot of talk about sort of how much like the early chatter was also about like getting this game to work you know you have to tinker with this and then you have to go into this and edit these files and you know and again i'm sure like pc or linux players like listen are already aware of this they know they've they've done this all before but i guess coming from a console like i was quite nervous of like oh how easy is it going to be to launch a game how is it going to be to like get the settings right um get everything running um and i think the bit, part of that is, like, it's been really straightforward hmm. like um and i think the more bit comes from like i it it, it comes from the tinkering that if you want to do it yeah. so like i totally get that like if you wanted to play around with more stuff you could probably get like more battery out of it or you could get like an optimal like frame rate that works well. like I've been doing like you know um, caveman console player here where it's just like <laughs> get a game on stick it on max settings stick it on like 60 frames per second and go yeah um, and like I said for most games that's been running it's been working absolutely fine like with hardly anything tinkering needed and I've generally been quite surprised by that um, like I said um, I will say that like again everything you've heard like it's big the battery life isn't great like so doing that, what I said there—if you're running a game on, you know, 60 frames a second, full ultra um, graphical settings, you're probably going to get like sub two-hour um, playtime. But every time I've used it, I've just been sat with it plugged in, or like even like lucky enough, you—I'll talk about my my travel and my holidays um, and my experience with it there. But like lucky enough, like most. Um, airplane seats have like uh, a plug set, a plug socket now. So again, there was no issue there for me. I, like I could, I could just easily plug it in. Um, so you haven't been I using haven't... a power
1: pack. Or you haven't taken a, 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 an extra power supply with you. You found it easy enough just to to plug in when when it needed on the go.
2: Yeah, exactly. So um, I do have one. I, d- I haven't had to use it yet. I like. I also bought like um, a USB C hub, which is like. Um, I gather for like connectivity, it's. Um, a bit limited because it's only got like one USB C port, um, and that's for everything. That's for like charging, a hu- uh, hub, a battery pack if you need it. So so be it. Um, so yeah, I have one, but I haven't f- had to use it because yeah. So I guess one thing is one thing. Like I said, I was talking about like commuting. I haven't like whipped this out on the, the tube yet or anything like that. Like I said, the only time I've used it actually sort of like travelling around was when I was on holiday and I was like on for plane long plane journeys. Um, whereas like yeah, you know, I'm sat here for a while. I might as well like.
1: Um, try it out. And in a container that if anyone tried to steal it, you could immediately find them.
2: Yeah, yeah, and run after them, yeah. <laughs> it's
1: on this plane somewhere and no one's getting off until I find it again.
0: <laughs> so what about the games then? Because um, how are they, how do they run? Um, because obviously, you know, the, I haven't again, I haven't watched any of the Digital Foundry videos on it, but um, it, it's not gonna be the same i mean let's say compare it to a switch you know in terms of it or can you do that comparison um mm-hmm. in terms of the games how they run like can you tinker with the settings do they run well do you have to lower everything down but i suppose if you're looking at a smaller screen then you know you haven't got as much re- you know real estate space to look at you know in terms of to fill us or whatever so it looks sharp anyway but
2: yeah that's exactly um yeah absolutely uh so First, first of all, I must admit, like I haven't been like the games I have been playing, which I've been like really enjoying. None of it's been like you know really recent stuff. So I haven't like tried Elden Ring, for example. Like I guess it does run, and I everyone's fine, but it, like, it's it's thirty frames a second, you know. And some I'm sure some PC players will sniff at that. Um, but it's still you know it's still great that you can even run it at all. The games I have been doing actually mostly um, as happens, it's mostly like PS3. Or Xbox 360 era games that like I kind of missed out of and they like maybe didn't have like a remastered version available for the PS4 or PS5 um and so like I said so, so a I yeah I know these tend to be like a bit older games the the benefit of that is, like I said is you can pretty much just whack it straight to max resolution which is 12 uh I think it's 1280 by 800 um I, I need Wayne here to, to tell me what what was it, it 720p I think yeah correct me I'm wrong um Wayne's shouting at us right now I think. <laughs> yeah. um uh so yes yeah, so I gather it's it, it's what's that that's the res- isn't that the resolution of the the switch on when it's undocked as well I'd gather
0: I think so yes. yeah it's 1080p yeah. when it's docked, docked isn't it yes and then, so
2: undocked it yeah yeah so it's not um but obviously again when it's even though it's a large screen for a handheld obviously when you're looking at something like that smaller screen it looks absolutely fine that's absolutely perfect and, and to your point because you don't need to run it at like 1080p and, and downscale it you can you, by reducing it as well it obviously saves a bit on the battery life mm. so are you running games um, through pete
1: are you using steam or are you using
2: yeah so, so that's that's one bit of tinkering that i did have to do which so this the, the the thing I was talking about tinkering for is like the, in terms of tinkering with the games. I'm actually surprised with how little I had to do. Like a lot of the times, they just run fine. The way the tinkering came in was, was trying to use other like PC storefronts other than Steam. So yeah, so most of these games I'm going to talk about I've been running through Steam. Um, I think like Chris, I've got like hundreds of Steam's in my Steam account that I've never played just because through like you know humble bundles or like in, like little charity collections. You end up getting like getting quite a few. Um, but then I have quite a large collection on not on. So like, um again I think we're talking about like Epic Game Store give PC games away for free every week and they're like, you know, they're free. Why, why not grab them? Yeah. Um so one of the things I wanted to try out was trying to get like Epic Game Store and uh GOG or good old games running, uh, and even like Origin, which is uh, electronic arts, like PC uh storefront trying to run on there. And yes, took took a little bit of tinkering out, like I don't want to go into too much, but like, there's a a desktop mode, which is like, um, you, you know, it launches into like a gaming mode, where it's like the idea is you'll see just launch games, but then there is a desktop mode, which is like much more like a just standard PC. And to the point where like, I gather people have done, you know, users, they've used it for like work applications or for like streaming or, um, you know, video editing and stuff. You can you can do that if you want to. I haven't personally, but I gather you can do that. Um, but even then the tinkering like I followed a few guides online of like how to get like, like I said the epic game store or origin or GOG running um and like I don't like took like maybe like what an hour maybe a two to sort of get these things set up which I know it sounds a lot but I'm doing also tinkering with a lot of other stuff in the system um and then when it was when it was done it ran it runs absolutely fine Have you so you tried yeah it got using vast... it
1: through the monitor because you can connect it
2: yes you so yeah, that's one of the things I bought the hub. I haven't yet. I must admit. I like okay. uh, So yeah. So again, one of the things you could do if you want to, you can you stick a hub in there. You can quite easily stick a mouse and keyboard. If you just didn't, you know you didn't want to use a controller, you wanted to go back to um, more traditional PC controls and run it through a monitor, you absolutely can. I haven't yet, but I definitely probably will try to have in some point in the future.
0: So in terms of the games, then, like you said, there's there's loads. I mean, I've got over four hundred games on my Steam library. So you know it's 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 perfect for stuff like that isn't it so what's what's worked for you i mean has anything surprised you in both ways that you thought would work and hasn't or that you thought wouldn't work and has uh, yeah what, what
2: it's, you... it's yeah so it's um for the most part like i said all of these games run absolutely fine and i and uh, i guess another thing i had mentioned is that obviously um steam themselves actually like rate a lot all the games on their the thing like someone tested, untested i haven't got around to every like having many thousands of games to go on the on the storefront um but they themselves tested, it and a lot of a lot of the games will say like oh it, you know it's verified which is like it runs perfectly um there's unsupported which is like it runs but there might be issue you might get running to issue at some point um and then like playable and there's other there's other things and i guess the point is like a lot of the games i tried are actually technically cut down as um Either like untested, or unsupported, or playable, so it's like Steam themselves are saying don't do it. But then I've done it, and they seem absolutely fine. You know, who knows? Maybe like hours down the line, I'll, I'll find an issue, and that's what they were going on about. But at the moment, they seem absolutely fine.
0: And say so, like any highlights? What what are your thoughts on it then? Like in terms of the games, what what games have you played on it?
2: Yeah, so yeah, let me let me I I've, I've list here. Like, I've got a lot of games, so I'll we'll kind of rattle through them really quickly. So um aperture desk job which is uh, a valve um produced like it's it's a free game it's, it's meant to show off the decks like functionality it's a bit like astro's playroom for the ps5 where it's just like trying to show off all the buttons and what you can do uh it's saying the the portal universe so is quite fun you know i, I portal was one of my favorite games ever so it's quite fun to just go back to anything in that it's in that universe um, but it's just a nice little free like um 30 minute like Tester game for the second, it's quite fun. Um, Race Driver Grid. This is, this is going back quite a bit, it's quite an old game. It's is the first of Codemasters the Grid franchise, but the very first one. Uh, like I said, technically untested, so I wasn't sure it was going to run, but then started up, ran absolutely fine. Automatically, just you know, didn't have to tinker with anything, it just assumed I was using on an Xbox controller. Obviously, like I said, because an old game runs on max settings, looks really pretty, like you, you could like. I think this is one I know I don't want to sound too much like a PC wanker, but like <laughs> this one of things of like when you're running these are like what, now two generations ago, but when you're running on Mac settings it still looks like a P like a PS four game. Like I, mm. I could have easily believed it was a PS4 game. Do you see what I mean? It's just yeah. the benefit of of the extra sort of graphical prowess. Um then this this one is like Vampire Survivor. I don't know if you guys would have heard of this one. It's quite no. big in the PC game. It's like um is that like, like a
1: ve- survival start with nothing, try and survive
2: game? Kind of. It's, it's not an um, MMO, is it? I was trying to think of what it. No, is. no, no. I think I know. Which, I think I know which game you mean, Tom. But no, it's not that one. It's oh, is okay. there, like a pixel, like almost twin stick shooter. Oh, um, a okay. Bit rogue he Like it, it, it run on a toaster. It's, it's <laughs> not pushing. It's not pushing your phone, but it runs. It's it's great. It's a great little time fill. It's one of those things where you play for like thirty minutes and just do a quick run and then put it down. Um, yeah, it's really good fun for that. But it, like the game costs like three pounds something. It's not like exactly like I said. I'm not pushing the Steam Deck here. Um, one I really enjoyed like um, was Batman Arkham Origins. So this is the. Mm. The non Nox City
0: one is that right? Yeah, that's the one that, that they disown basically as, yeah, as not exactly. being part of the, so, the series, which I think's a bit disrespectful because I actually quite liked it. I thought it was quite a good, fun game. You know, it follows yeah, the same Batman formula from the other three, but it's I don't know why they just see, seem to not even bother talking about it. But it's because it's, it's not their game, I guess. But you know, but they, mm. ha, it's it's part of that universe, isn't it? So.
2: Yeah, exactly, so exactly that. So, one of these I'm playing is like I said, he hasn't got a remaster before for that reason. You said Chris has kind of just like left it aside and remastered the other Arkham games. Um, again, runs absolutely really perfectly. Seems like I'm on Xbox controller, max one, settings. One thing I do, I did run into, which which I'm sure Wayne would laugh at, is that um, this and a few other games, um, because you're on Xbox controller, they use color coding, so sometimes it'd be like press this and the yellow button. I'm like, the Steam buttons are black. I don't know what the yellow button is. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure Xbox would, you know, fans would always instantly know which one that is. I don't know which one that is. So, yeah, I did run into a few issues there, but that's, yeah, that's my own fault. I'll, I'll learn.
0: I think the yellow button's Y. Here I'm we go. Yeah, button.
2: this is what I think it's Y. I think yellow at the top.
0: I think green's A, B, red's blue. Um, the red's but no, B, even. Yes. Um. See, oh, could- God what is that uh, yeah and i think that's
2: somewhere. part of it cause, no no but and, and i think that's part of it because again instantly i think that what what why to me is triangle which is green so see, i'm instantly going to get the colors yeah. wrong as well so i'm just like my instinct is like it's just off a bit yeah um, so
0: blues uh, uh x i think yeah i should just
2: type into google what Yeah, is so, so that matches replacing better then x is in a different position obviously yeah
0: yeah
1: x is on the left and yeah,
2: yes it's on the left um,
1: yeah blue is on the left yellow is at the top red is at the right right and yeah yeah. At the bottom uh so a a is green
0: a is green b is red x is blue y is yellow there you go yeah yeah yeah.
2: um (laughs) yeah exactly my own my own failings here um max Payne 3 i've never played it i really loved max Payne 1 and 2 but i never played 3 uh it's fine there is there's a bit of faffing around because it like the steam version then launches the rockstar launches, yeah oh, that's so a
0: well. nightmare I don't, that's uh, gta 5 does that as well and and that's it's just all, all rockstar games are just it's a pain in the ass i mean yeah it's just a launcher but i don't know why just it just seems faffy i can't i don't yes. know
2: why yeah yeah and this one is especially faffy because it's like it's uh, this is one I couldn't play on the plane, so like, because I, I gathered, Xbox always wants a, an internet connection. Obviously, I didn't have that on the plane. um But once it was up, and once you get past that, it ran fine. I think it ran on high. So it, I can quite get it to. to uh, again, being PC wanky, you can have little. FPS counter up in the left, and I was like, "Oh, an ultra is dropping down to the mid fifties. I can't have that." <laughs> <laughs> but it won in a oh, yeah, yeah <laughs> no, that's, that's really the things.
0: And this is this is it. I mean, I've I've still got a PC. I don't really play PC games, but there was a period of time when I would play PC games, and I would have, um, oh, I can't even think of what it's called anymore. But you know, where you got your FPS counter up in the corner, and you're thinking oh god it's dropped it's like 59 frames. frames a second oh shit oh and right. then you, you know you spend so much time looking at benchmarking and whatever and things like that and I, well i did anyway anything i mean max Payne 3 was generally quite an intensive game to run anyway even on a decent like beefy pc when it came out because i played that and um yeah so it, it's it's it is quite an intensive game like graphically to play um but yeah but yeah, it's it not just about, me tells-
2: but in terms of actually playing it, it's great it's great fun again. Like, and yeah, it's been real fun to like go back to the Max Ben games. Uh the next show I really wanted Wayne to be here because I've been a dirty boy. I've been playing dirty Microsoft games. Oh, <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> uh so uh but again they actually they run really well on, on the Steam So Rai, Son of Rome, that um like obviously I, I knew of it as it was a launch Xbox One game. Yeah, from, yeah. I yeah. believe. Um and I gather it was more sort of like. It looked nice, but there wasn't much to it. Like, and I saw I went with quite low fish, I actually I'm actually quite, having quite fun with it. Like I was really enjoying it, and like the yeah again because I get to run it on max settings. The actual graphics I are mean, insane. Yeah, like, I, I I could you could t- you could tell me that was a PS5 game, and I'd believe you. Uh. It
0: it is it's it's one of those I mean I uh, I remember when the Order 1886 came out. It's similar types of games, you know, yeah, in terms exactly of, sort of thing, graphically yeah. look amazing, but gameplay-wise they're a little bit lacking. But no, I I quite enjoyed Rise of Rome. I thought it was a fun little game, you know. Mm. It was it was perfectly fine. So and that's the thing with like new consoles, there there's always tends to be a game that shows off what you can do in some way. And I think Rise is that game, isn't it? It's um yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um I actually generally like I do want to go back to that and actually play that a bit more. Uh next one was Sunset Overdrive. Um you know, uh this was uh Insomniacs. Which was kinda of weird, weird when they kind of they they changed changed teams didn't they and they went over and came back later for um for some of the games. But yeah, it's it's great. It, it's really fun. It's fun to play, it runs fine.
0: Is that that's not on PlayStation, is it? it has no. been rumored to, for yeah, to come out.
2: I, I remember hearing rumors it was meant to be coming, but it's never nothing ever came of it. Yeah, mm.
0: so no,
2: they it got did, they, they mean, got their
1: hands full on them over there at the moment with Spider-Man Two and then Wolverine and everything.
2: Yeah, was, yeah.
0: yeah exactly. Well, I suppose because it, it came out on PC, didn't it? That was the thing. It, um, it obviously because you're playing it, but oh, no, it it was ported onto PC. But um, yeah, it, it did really poorly, not on PC, but just generally when it came out on Xbox, because like you said, yeah. it was an exclusive. And it sold terribly. You know, it didn't do very well financially for them at all. So, um, but no, it's a fun little game, isn't it? It's quite colourful. It's you know, it's, a, it's I suppose it's comparisons to Jet Set Radio.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. With more shooting. Yeah. Um, this next one, this one is I've been looking forward to for a very long time because just because I've heard so much about it, but I've still never played it. Uh, Spec Ops: The Line. Yeah, oh, yeah this is one i think I'd, I'd probably say like you know of any ps3 game this is probably one that i'm generally still gutted is isn't like a remaster or like, yeah. Or yeah even like you know a, a, an upscale port to, to ps4 because it's just like i don't have you know until i had to stream i didn't really have a way to play it um so i kind of always felt like i missed out on it i think i i to be fair i think you can stream it on on what was ps now now ps plus obviously um but i, I feel like i wouldn't be doing it fair um this one's this one so i've all the games like they all up to now all run absolutely fine straight out of the box or sort of thing this one actually did quite a bit of tinkering for some weird reason uh this like i don't i don't know why it's like weird piece of things so like spec of science actually has a, a, a native linux version for whatever reason the windows version runs better on the steam deck i don't i couldn't tell you why that makes no sense if you think about it logically it's like it's a linux based console but the windows version runs better i don't know why uh, but anyway once once you go over that weird oddity uh yeah it's really good it it it, it sort of stutters a little bit when it's loading a new area, which i gather is just part again i don't think that's the scene there i think that could just be the way the game's coded so i don't you don't know, hold it against it mm,
0: can't believe um, that game's 10 years old that's mad um but yeah it's again it's a good story i mean it's a bog i suppose it's a bog standard it's third person shooter isn't it covered by a shooter mm-hmm. but it's the story that you hit a lot hooks of tw- in.
1: twists in that game isn't it
0: those yeah,
2: obviously, I ga- yeah, I gathered the story's the main, the main drive, but even, even just the actual gameplay, I'm enjoying it. Um, next one, Metal Gear Rising: Revengeance. Again, similar thing of like I've never played it on the PS3. Again, ran fine. I must admit, this one, I've, like even on like old thing, this one does still look is being to show its age. It still looks like a PS3 game, um, but again, looking forward to trying that out a bit more. Um, few smaller games like Monster Train. I don't. Again, i do not sure you guys have heard of this. this is like a, a card. It's a bit like Slay the Spy. It's like a card sort of battler going on PC. Um, it ran absolutely fine. You expect it to. Um, Rogue Company, I'm going to talk about that more in the future. But I've been playing that with my son, who's been playing on the PlayStation. I've been using, um, playing online, You know, teaming up with him, but on the Steam Deck, anyone's, anyone's fine. Um, V-Rally 4, Like again, not a non-modern Valley game which is a Valley game i happen to have in my steam collection before i tried out and runs great on max settings you know if it seems on the Xbox again uh we talked about it briefly but xcom 2 i've never played i played the recent modern xcom but not xcom 2 which is the few cool this one surprisingly like it's a fairly old game by this point i think it came out like 2016 I'm, I'm guessing there so you know it's quite quite this one actually Ran pretty slow, and bear in mind is—you know—this is a turn-based game. I thought it would run better than it did, but at the end of the day, like I said, it's turn-based. So I don't need it to run at sixty frames per second. I don't really care. Um, this one I did have to think. This is one. This is the one game where I think I had to think around the most because it just wouldn't. At first, it was like you don't have a controller, so it was like, and what you can do with Steam Deck well, you can you can force it to think it's actually a mouse and keyboard. Um, so you can like you can map the controls to any you know any of the keyboard controls to any of the buttons, including the back buttons. Uh, and it's also got two touch pads. Like again,
0: I was going to ask you about that because looking at a picture of it, it looks as if they're just sort of a bit below the analog sticks. Yes, uh, yeah, I'll yeah. Try,
2: I'll hold up again. Yeah, the two here, There's two quite big touchpads, and these are d- designed to mimic a mouse. And yeah, they actually work pretty well. They're a bit sensitive because um, they're also they're, they're buttons as well. You can you can push down them um, to to simulate you know the clicking of the of the mouse. Um, yeah, it, it it definitely works well as, a, like, a sort of emergency stand-between. I must admit, like, as a console peasant, I think I would, would prefer just to use a, con- a controller, like, if if that if that options available. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, to, to that point, so at first I was faffing around and trying to make it think it's a keyboard, asking keyboard, and, like, changing settings. But then eventually I, I had to Google, like, how to how to make the game force it to think it was using a controller. And, once, and then once I did that, it was like, it was fine. It was absolutely fine.
1: Um, can you do anything else on it, Pete, um, other than games? Like, can you watch I don't know, Netflix or, or anything like that on it as well?
2: Uh, I, I mean, like, so it's got Chrome, it's got oh, okay. a browser, so it's, you do anything with that. Um, I don't know if it's got like a native. It probably does. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure you could do that, Tom. I, I haven't personally, um, but like I said, like I say, you can launch it into the desktop mode, and like I said, but at that point, it's basically a PC. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. So I, I reckon it would be. Uh, even if it's not an official one i'm sure people have like figured it out by now yeah yeah, exactly um the next two again may not have heard of them i'm just gonna mention really quickly because these two were from the epic game store and this was part of my testing so uh loop hero i don't know if you heard this is like an indie Uh, game where it's like um where i don't know it's like one it's another like another one of these like time loop games where it's almost a bit like an idle game as well, where like you, the guy is running around and fighting on his own, and you're just like making the decisions between the fights. Um, I haven't played it much, but yeah, it, once I, once I got it running was ran fine, even though it's like I say, it from the Epic Games Store, not from Steam. Uh, next one, Into the Breach, um, This is another turn-based like XCOM-like game with like grids and um, robots facing fighting kaiju. Um, heard heard a lot of good things about it, especially on Switch. Uh this one again running video the game store. It did take quite a lot of tinkering. This one um it didn't run at, at first when I was loading it just like would load into a black screen and then it wouldn't launch. It's a very like, you know, sort of PC um game game experience. Uh so I did have to do a lot of Googling, a lot of fiddling around. But then once it once it runs, it's okay. Um one for Wayne, but he's he's not here again. It's like I did try PS five and we won't play through it. So again, this is unofficial, this is like um, so I had to download like a sort of unofficial app um, and then sort of like link it to my PS5. Once, once it was done, it worked really well. Um, and most, all the main buttons run fine. What it doesn't, uh, at the moment, it doesn't recognize, it doesn't think there's a PS PlayStation button and doesn't think there's a touchpad. So I guess that needs more tinkering to set it up. But like first impressions, it ran fine. But again, admittedly, this is for me sitting in my house with the PlayStation 5 just in the next room. I wasn't like miles away. Um, yeah, and then... Like I said, that's all of that experience was at home, and then I was lucky enough to go on holiday uh to go with me you know on on the plane it's it's you know it's still a fairly chunky thing to to get out on the plane. There's not a lot of room in front of you um but it, it was fine uh when I was there, i was like I was playing Batman arch origins, like i said v rally four. Uh, far cry 2 because just out of curiosity because i had this again on my on my steam library and i've never played it and it's kind of like the um awkward second album um thing where like obviously far cry was his own thing um and they were doing they were experimenting with like an open world this is kind of like where you see the sort of groundwork for far cry 3 coming in mm-hmm. um this one is a bit funny like so this again this is not a fault of the of the Steam Deck, um, basically, Far is so old that it doesn't think you're using control. It just assumes you must be using mouse keyboard. Because why would you be using anything else? Um, so yeah, you do have to think Like, so hey, that's good. The scene deck, you can tinker around with it. You can say, oh no, actually, use pretend the the right the right stick is a mouse, and you and you so you're aiming with that, and it's all fine. And and then you know you can map all the buttons to the different uh, all the controls to the different buttons, and that runs fine. Where it falls down is that like because it seems on a mouse keyboard, there's no like aim assist there's nothing like that and it's just an end of that you're not as precise as using a mouse so it just so the game actually feels like really punishingly hard it's like it's just not really designed for that and that's not really that's not the steam deck's fault per se but it's just it's just an unfortunate like symptom of playing a game that is designed for massive keyboard on a, on a, a controller base like that uh and then of lines i've talked about um and then just really quickly there was i picked this up really recently like just for on holiday it's a little indie game called save room which so Tom you won't know because you haven't played Resident Evil 4 but for Chris you remember in Resident Evil 4 you had the Atashi case and you had to like organize your equipment. oh yeah yeah yeah. so like the, you had a case that was like a certain number of square grids in a grid format Tom and then like your gun might take up like eight of those spaces and then your healing might take up two of those spaces but then you've got to kind of like fit everything in like Tetris the space. In, for the... yeah, yeah you can, you of, can yeah, rotate exactly. things to actually fit exactly. them in exactly so it's yeah, like yeah yeah you might have a rocket launcher that you might need for that boss but it's going to take up like half your case so then you're gonna to have to like get rid of everything because you could
0: buy upgrades to your case, couldn't you to get a bigger yeah, case to get cases and things like that. yeah
2: um basically save room is like that but a puzzle game so like it, it it's not cap It's it's like just done with some of the little indie guys but it completely rips off the 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 setting and the vibe uh and even like the sort of like tinkly save music background music and the um uh, and the same premise was like they'll give you you, what this time the, the case can be different shapes shapes and sizes, but you just have like you've got to try and fit everything in your inventory into this into this uh, area, and it's just fun. It's only like an hour long or something, but it's a good fun little puzzle game.
0: So overall, you you pleased with it?
2: Yeah, definitely, and I'm definitely yeah definitely can see what's using. I totally acknowledge that. Like the funny thing is that I'm probably going to end up using it more at home than on the commute, which is like the intention um i i wonder how you know at what point will i like sort of like feel comfortable whipping it out so to speak on, <laughs> on public transport um
0: yeah because it is i mean the thing is it's not like a i mean a switch is relatively you know innocuous you could go about your business and yes you'd suppose you'd notice somebody playing with one but with this it is relatively it's massive isn't it so it's it's, it's harder to conceal it and you know i suppose i'd be worried yes. that you know somebody's going to pinch it off me or whatever
2: yeah, exactly. I, I definitely haven't seen anyone else. Like, I've definitely seen quite a few switches on, like, the underground. But I've not seen anyone get a scene deck out yet. I did, one thing the thing was, like, on on the planes, for whatever reason. I don't know why, just because cause, like, it's quite a big script, because I did wonder, who was anyone going to come along and go, oh, what's that? Um, but all, all I managed to do was, like, every time there was, like, every time, like, kids would go to the bathroom, they would just stop and, like, hold up the line <laughs> and, like, stare over my shoulder. And I just thought it was quite funny. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, it's like, I mean, the thing is, I suppose, it reminds me a little bit of like the Atari Lynx back in the day, I mean, because like, you've got the Game Gear, and then you got the Atari Lynx, which was massive, and I remember somebody bringing one into school once, and it was just, you know, it was huge, and it, like you said, it's like, whoa, kind of one of those things. I've noticed, I mean, you, you've said yourself that you're kind of using it to run older games, so it'd be interesting to say, like, trying some of the more modern games, like you know if you go to their uh, the steam web page to, for the steam deck you know there's like star wars uh, fallen order you know showing on the then the dashboard and then control and, and and even the video that sort of shows you know the games running and all that sort of stuff it shows more modern games so i'd be interested to hear how they run um Because they can be, I mean, like they're tricky to run on on you know decent PCs. So yeah. um yeah, just it, obviously you, when you do you get an update on on playing some of those more modern games and how it runs. Yeah,
2: and if yeah, and that's a, I think that's a fair point. Like having said that, there's uh, there's no doubt in my mind that the PS5 is still going to be my main like my first primary platform of choice. That like so to your point, Chris, so like if if a modern game comes out, and it's available on PS5. I'm probably going to play on PS5. Um, Part of the fun of this is, like I said, is that I'm playing these games that like I don't have access to otherwise. Um, and and to your point, I gather those like those games, yes, it's great that those games run on like a pl- uh, a handheld, portable device. But I gather they run at like thirty frames per second. So again, it's like, oh, yeah. how 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 dare they? how, how, how yeah. can you run it at thirty frames per second? But
0: then at the same time, I suppose, uh, you know, you said that's the compensation, isn't it? You're playing it on a handheld, you know. So there's got to be – something's got to give. Um, and it, But like, I suppose exactly. you, that's the thing is a, a PC player is going to be willing to, you know, to, to, to accept that, you know. Um, but that, I mean, it, it, I mean, like, you know, I've got such a huge collection. Of, and also that's the other thing as well is what's what's the size, maximum size file on – for the sd card what can you plug into it what's what what can you get Uh,
2: like i said so out from from valve i gather 512 is the largest um there there are guides already of people like taking apart and sticking large larger sizes in there like this is that's way beyond my thing apparently like i gather from from comments i've read that actually it's more straightforward than you think but it's certainly still tinkering with the internals of a of a fairly well-defined like handheld system like it's not quite as simple as a pc like you know plugging plug it in, plug in into a into a ready available slot it does involve like soldering and
0: things uh like sorry that. maybe i misunderstood you then i thought that you could plug an sd card into it so it's sorry yes yeah yeah,
2: yeah. You, oh yes. you can sorry yes sorry i, you, I thought you meant ssd um yes there's an sd slot again this point isn't great so, so what's the biggest the size
0: that you can put into it is there like, like is it uh, 128 gig or is it te- oh no know? i
2: think i think you can stick like two terabyte but obviously like oh, wow. gamma, that's that's still fairly expensive I, th- I don't think there's any limit to the tera, like the sd card size okay but i'm like, just
0: thinking thinking like some phones they only allow you to put a maximum amount of you know 128 gigabyte or uh, you know 64 gigabytes so there's no limit to what you know SD. No, i don't, Cause, I don't cause, think so because that's the other thing as well the the older games they're going to be relatively small aren't they but I suppose the bigger yes. games are going to be like 50 60 gig or whatever so um that's the other thing so it, it, there's no difference in size file if you're playing it on the steam deck as opposed to playing it on the regular pc it's still the same uh, so, file file size is it I, i'm, I I'm probably asking the, technical questions that you yeah, may not know.
2: We, yeah you're yeah you're pretty like i gather it's about the same i i, I don't know 100 percent, but yeah and then uh, the thing i sort of mentioned before like i haven't noticed a noticeable difference in running it from the ssd it's not the same you know like when we went from ps4 to ps5 and there's such a pronounced difference in running it from the ssd like because they're both you know don't have mechanical discs they're, they're having to speed spin up and spin down to read from both the sd and the sd card obviously both just digital they both seem fairly comparable in speed I'm, um, again i'm sure there's you know digital foundry have done comparisons showing that so, oh it loads i don't know like a few seconds slower but like when you're playing it seems fairly unnoticeable
0: mm. cool tom are you tempted by one
1: again i think this is like the, the vr thing i think it's I, I like the sound of it um i could definitely i mean because we we're talking about the backbone earlier I'm potentially gonna look to get one for my birthday, which is coming up, um, because now Violet's dropped her naps in the day. My sort of gaming time is is you know really an all-time low at the moment, and I kind of thought the other day mm, maybe actually remote play might allow me to play a little bit more here and there where I can. Um, so the idea of an of a handheld console such like the like the steam deck it does appeal to me but i think again i'll probably wait until there's inevitably going to be a steam deck 2.0 right where it's going to have Hmm. or a a smaller maybe a slimline version with the with the longer battery life um i think when that starts to happen then potentially yeah but i am i'm definitely interested in um in, in hopefully trying one out at some point or, or, or getting one further down the line.
0: Mm. And just looking at their website, so I mean, you can get um expected order availability is between October and December this year. So I suppose you're not going to have to wait a year for one um if you were after one. So I, I I've been looking at it. I mean, like you know, it it looks lovely, and you talking about it, it sounds great, and having such a a big Steam library. Uh, you know, it would be great to sort of sit there and, and play That's the other thing, I suppose, because of the size, I mean, I my hands used to cramp up playing the Vita um, because it was quite small and then, to a certain degree as well, the Switch, so, but that's a bit bigger, but, so, have you noticed that, like, your hands cramp up at all while you've been playing it?
2: Yeah, so it's 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 almost a middle ground Or like, it's definitely more comfortable than, I found it both more comfortable than the Vita or the, the Switch Lite. Like you said, Chris, I think similarly, I've, I get, cramping after a while um on on switch light and the vita um it's it's obviously not as comfortable i'd say as as the, the using a dual sense for lengthy periods of time but nothing that like putting it down for a few seconds to like flex your fingers wouldn't solve and even then that's after like a fairly extent long like like i said two hour session on a plane
0: yeah sounds good it does sound really good is there anything else you want to mention on it
2: uh no you know in in for sake of time no let's let's let move on.
0: I think no, that's good, it's all good, uh, so looking forward to updates um you know each each show uh the games that you've been playing on it, so see so yeah, how they run that'd be good, so awesome, yeah. thank you for that. I'm gonna give you a chance to have a break because you've been talking for a little while, so Tom, what have you been playing and achieving over the last uh couple of months since we last spoke?
1: Yeah, I mean like I just sort of said said then my gaming time has hit an all-time low in the last couple of weeks so i managed to get these games in before then um, but i finally got the platinum on elden ring
0: way well done
1: thank you very much i um i still haven't played it (laughs) it's it's an incredible game i managed to do it in under well, the whole, I got the platinum in under a hundred hours.
0: I have it. Look, it's, I'm, I'm showing it to. You. It's Paremis. there. It's still in. It's it's installed. But it's just <laughs> might as well chuck it in the bin. <laughs> you know. Never Maybe mind. you'll play it on the
1: Steam Deck one day. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, But it's still got the PlayStation Five version. Know. So, but never yeah, no,
1: um Fantastic. I loved every loved every minute with it. Got frustrating towards the end. Um, the 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 final boss is is not even necessarily difficult but just harsh in the fact that there's some moves that will sort of one hit kill you and sometimes you feel like they're a bit unfair and unpredicted Uh, but yeah it was um it was a really good platinum to get and i did think forward in the fact that i thought if we do our awards that we did last year which I know we haven't discussed yet if we're gonna do that or not um, for the difficulties platinum and all that stuff I know that Pete had got the platinum so I thought what mm. can I do to try and give myself a little edge over Pete so I didn't uh I didn't do the um the save endings I actually played through all three endings completely so there was no uh no no stop at the end save nice. and then do. Do the and I'm just saying that so that when Wayne's listening, if Wayne's the judge again this year, <laughs> he can write it down in his little notepad just to just to throw that. So in what there. what did you do?
0: You actually you replayed the game again, or you just, just think, people
1: you... call it the proper way uh, of doing it, the, the 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 authentic way of doing it. I didn't um, you know get because you can get to a point basically, Chris, where there's three endings, uh, and you can save. Um, I believe, they used to call it cheating. I think they used to call it cheating back in the just day. I was going to say, I'm sure he's accusing
0: you of cheating. <laughs> the, yeah, funny thing, yeah, they, the funny thing they is... They
1: save to a file, and then, they, uh, and then they load up that file, and then they beat the boss again. But not me, not me. I went all the way back to I... the start, and uh, speed, ran, speed ran through. Yeah. Of which Pete helped I would me say... do some. <laughs> <laughs> the
2: thing is, I would say I did it the quick, efficient way, but I took 180 hours, and you done it three times in less time than I did it, so what do I know?
1: But yeah, I, at the end of the day, the, the Platinum was got. Um, and after that gruelling uh, 100 hours of trying to like fit in Elden Ring around to everything else that was going on in life, I thought I need to chill after this. So I, um, I, I then managed to get the Platinum on Stray, um, which, again, really, really nice game. Really simple. Um, it was I, I've spoken about it before. To you guys on on WhatsApp and stuff while I was playing it, but there was a point where I was like, "Oh, I'm playing. What I'm playing is feels like a point and click adventure from the old days, sort of like Monkey Island esque, uh, where you've got to go and do A, B, or C puzzles, which then leads to an outcome, Um, and and you have to sort of move people around to by doing things, whether it's sort of distractions and stuff to." to unlock these puzzles it's a really a really nice game i think i didn't get the the vibe that a lot of people afterwards sort of said oh it's emotional and that kind of stuff i didn't get that connection with it but i did really enjoy it uh, my time with it was it was what i needed after Elden ring and it and it it brought up a point that i'll quickly talk about but because obviously we talk about trophies and achievements and and all that sort of stuff with regards to games but I was getting the platinum on that on Stray, and it's a relatively short game. It's, it, it didn't take long to do.
0: How long would you say hours uh, wise? I did,
1: it, did it in? I think, I think it was about six hours. There's there's okay. one there's one trophy on there where you have to complete the game in under two hours, and I think I did it in something like one hour forty-seven. Um, so did you have
0: to replay to play it yes. again? Yeah. So okay. I did what I did.
1: Okay. I did one playthrough like normal and then it's got chapter select so you can go back and pick up some of the other trophies and then there's the one speed running one which you have to do the whole game in two hours and that one that one did give me an element of stress because I thought oh no, I'm not going to do this, I messed up a few times. Where I and is
0: that in one sitting? In is one that... sitting, yeah. Okay, yeah. right, okay.
1: Um, so and, well, and in the, the other end of the spectrum there's one trophy where you just need to sleep for an hour. So you just put the <laughs> controller down and walk away for an hour. Oh, so no, It's no, no a way. really stressful end, and there's the, don't have to do anything, end. But what the one trophy that stood out for me was, um, it was a collectibles one. And say, I can't remember off the top of my head how many trophies there are. There was about roughly, say so there's, so there's 20 trophies. I'd gotten to about 17 trophies done, be, this being the 17th one. And I got the trophy, I think it was a collectibles trophy, and when I got it, I got rewarded with this really cool, dynamic, colour changing jacket that goes on the cat. Uh, for those of you who don't know what Stray Australia is, Stray is about it. you basically play in a apocalyptic world, you're a, you're a cat, um, and there's an accident where the cat falls all the way down into like this abyss, and then the story develops from there of you trying to reach where you were originally and get back to your cat family. Um, and then obviously there's a story that goes with that. But yeah, the, I've got this really cool jacket for the cat. And I thought, but I've only got about 20, I only need two more trophies. And I need about 20 minutes left of playing in this really cool looking jacket. And I just thought, I wonder if that's something we've to speak to you guys about with regards to trophies or achievements. If there should be a way where the trophy indicates that you get a cosmetic or you get something for doing it so that you would prioritize that trophy over maybe something else um, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you had any examples of previously where that had occurred to you or, or, or it happened for yourselves
0: so it's just in game it's not available for you anywhere else just I mean I'm so to like it
1: changed it changed the the appearance of the character essentially but the time that I got to with the game that i had left it was like oh well that's pointless because mm. i've only got about 20 minutes left to play but okay. had but had i known i would have gone for that earlier so i could have had that cosmetic for longer
0: yeah um i'm you didn't thinking think any about stats boost or anything did it no, mm. no no
1: no no stats boost just yeah i don't know if it, I couldn't think of any other example off the top of my head where that had occurred
0: I'm trying to think. I don't know if these were included in achievements or not, but I know when uh, uh, Xbox were promoting their avatars quite heavily, you could get um, things. I remember having, like, um, um, I had a game called Death Spank. I don't know if you – it was uh, a sort of a weird little action-adventure game um, that came out on the Xbox because it's like a fantasy game. And you, I, I remember having a dragon that would sort of buzz around my feet, you know, like, and breathe fire around my avatar. And then there was other ones like the, uh, you know, I had a drone that flew around my head for Call of Duty, and then you could get, like, a Doom T-shirt. And I think I, I'm fairly certain that they were linked to your achievements that mm. you'd get. So I suppose, say, I can see a practical... Um, you know reason for having them for something like that but i suppose in game um there are there are obviously i would imagine there's going to be games where you do get things that you can unlock which give you enhancements and stuff you know for based on with your, your trophies but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's um, it. Does seem a bit of a shame that, like you said, that might have been the last one that you, the last one you get. Yeah. <laughs> so you yeah. probably never use it, you know? Because I'd imagine it's one of those games. It's a one and one and done. You know, you're not, not going to go back and replay it. I'd imagine, are you?
1: No, other than like I said for the speed, because you had, you had to do it for the for the speed run trophy. You wouldn't play again after that. No, personally, yeah. I, I I won't be anyway. Um, yeah. What, but yeah, food for what four. What about you?
0: Yeah. About. What about you, Pete? Are you, are you, yeah, you, are you, are
2: you can think of nothing nothing's going to mind i mean so uh i'll talk about it again in brief in the future but like so in immortals phoenix rising there's, there's things like i got a mount near the end of the game that was quite cool and a similar thing to tom was like oh maybe i, I would have used that bit more but then that was part of, part of the trophy i was going for was to was to tame all the mounts so like that was that's a bit you know like it's fairly obvious so like oh if i'd gone for that trophy early then i would have got all the mounts i mean so to, terms when the when it's not implicit that like this is to what you're getting, and if it's a cosmetic item that like I it doesn't offer any sort of like stat boost or made you know, like overtly makes the game easier or harder, then yeah, I don't I don't see a harm in I think it's quite a nice idea.
0: Yeah. Um. Uh, so, uh, have you played Stray yet, Pete? I don't think you are, have, you. No. no. no so my I, my daughter was at, she had an inset day and she was bored. Kids, I don't know how to get bored these days. Jesus Christ, it just <laughs> blows my mind a little bit, but still. Anyway, so she was a little bit bored, and um, so I said, well, why don't you try something new? You know, you're getting fed up of Fortnite, you're getting fed up of Roblox or whatever, so try some new games, just trying to expand her horizons a little bit. And so I thought, well, what, you know, can she try? And I got it downloaded, so I said, well, I'll give Stray a go. You know, it's about a cat. you know, you do cat things, you can meow, there's a meow button, you know, so... um. And so she played it for about half an hour, 40 minutes before she got fed up of it and whatever. But then, so I wasn't watching it the whole time. But then I would, because like you said, there's it's very puzzle-based uh, things yeah. like, you know, finding things to plug into things and whatever. Um, I quite like the look of it. And, it, you know, it's definitely one that is, well, I say I've got it downloaded, ready to play. So um, at some point I will give it a shot. I think it looks interesting. Yeah, I think you'd need um,
1: any, you don't need an evening, Chris. You wouldn't need, you know, if you said, oh, I'm going to sit down tonight and actually just, just that would be my primary focus. You could easily play for it within, within an evening, I think. Consider, yeah. Considering you can speed run it in an hour and 45 minutes kind of thing.
0: Yeah, and just going back to my point earlier on, what I was saying is um, that, yeah, they were achievement uh, sorry avatar awards that you'd get for achievements so i'm just looking at um i just typed in here that uh for i mean just random ones here so afterburner climax that you get a t-shirt and afterburner t-shirt if you unlock every uh, ex option and then you get a gold flight helmet if you obtained every medal type in a score attack and things like that so that was because that would give you something to aim for because I suppose that would actually show off to people yeah. you know that you've earned a tro- an achievement in a game and you've got something specific from it um, you know it's like crazy taxi you get a crazy taxi t-shirt for playing the game for five hours but seeing as there's no I suppose you know um, practical use for for avatars or whatever in PlayStation and not really anymore in Xbox so it's but it, that was a nice idea I think you know to, to get something that you can show off. I suppose that's where the trophies are, isn't it? You know, Did but they do it's... that for home?
1: PlayStation Home. Was there any links with that when that was a thing? I don't
0: know. Not sure.
1: I don't Maybe know why they gone. gave off on I PlayStation never played. Home. That should have been the yeah. hub. They should have made that the that main. <laughs> I'm going to go off on a tangent, but they should have made that <laughs> the main hub. <laughs> going to show off all our trophies. Bring, bring it out in VR. Ah, oh, don't don't get me started. But... But yeah, so anyway, I got I, I did stray, got the platinum on that, and then one more platinum I got was the Artful Escape, that was off the oh, yeah. back of Wayne's recommendation, I think it was. Yeah, um, and again, there's nothing, there's nothing to this game in terms of uh, difficulty. It's pretty much majority of the time is just holding, move to the right, um, and then you've got a few, a few sections where you've got to play music on a guitar. But it's done through button prompts, and you've got to match. You have to match the button prompts, um, so it's not a taxing game at all. But the the audio for it is fantastic. Um, it's it's a beautiful game to look at as well. Like the art style, it's almost like how do you describe it. Really, it's almost sort of um, cartoon, but not. Um, not really sure how you describe it, but it's beautiful. Like, it's really, really vibrant in colour. Lots of depth. There's lots of stuff going on in the background. Mm. And, um, fireworks and stuff go off constantly. It's it's a really beautiful visual game, and um, and audio as well. Like the music in it is really cool. So and that, and again, that was only short. That was probably again about five six hours in to get the platinum. Um, not 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 long at all so then off the back of those I I stupidly thought oh what can I do next which is going to give me a bit of a challenge now because I've gotten over my Elden ring stress so I started Blasphemous Uh, it's a a side scrolling Castlevania-esque like Metroidvania type of game but it's fantastic because it's also very Souls-like so there's a lot of there's a lot of phrases and words being thrown out there but basically it works off the premise of you've got a block and a parry uh dodge roll and, and and it's brutally like it's hard it is tough but it's god is it good it's really fun and um i got into that for about probably about five six hours into it um and then like i said then Violet decided out of nowhere to drop her naps in the day. So, so then Life happens. Life happens. Yeah. Yeah. So my PlayStation hasn't been turned on for roughly about two weeks at this point. Um, wow. Yeah, it's gonna and we we're going we're going away uh we've got a holiday booked to to, to go away and um, see some friends. And, uh, and then obviously moving house. So it could be, this could be the last time I ever talk about games with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Until next um, year when uh, when I get a bit more time back.
0: That's right. Well, we'll do a, a, an update on EGX as well. So we'll, have, we'll always have something to talk yeah. about. But um, So Blasphemous, I think that's Team 17 published, isn't it? It is. We, we played a bit of that at the EGX last year and that's on PlayStation Plus now? Yes, well that's why where I wanted called? to
1: play it because we played it at EGX, well, we, we gave it a go at EGX and um, even then, even in the brief, what, 20 minutes that got with it, I was like, I want to, I want to play this at some point and um, I have no idea, same as with any Souls-like game it, it seems to be, I've got no idea about the story. It's really weird there's a lot of um it's very graphic yeah i wouldn't play it in front of your kids um, in terms of the you know the, the main premise of the, the the guy that you play as they have like these tin helmets on which they fill with blood of other people it seems to be the thing to power them it's mad, but. Yeah, it's quite graphic. One of the boss fights, I had to fight a baby. A baby was being held in the background, screaming, but it had like a blindfold on. And then I think I was meant to be fighting what was the umbilical cord, which had a scorpion's tail on one end and then a face on the other. Is it horrendous. It's like one of the most horrific things I've ever seen. Um, and that was one of the bosses. So I have no idea what's going on in the game, but. Gameplay-wise, I'm absolutely <laughs> loving it. Um, but whether I ever get, that, that was part of why I was looking at the backbones because it is remote play accessible, I believe. So um, I'm hoping that I can get around things that way where I'll still get to play it remotely at some point. But yeah, the, again, I would say from the time I've spent with it so far, it's worth playing, worth giving a go.
0: Mm, excellent. Uh,
2: what, are the, what are trophies like at this stage? At this stage, uh,
1: at this stage not too bad i think there's a lot there's collectibles um there's there's a couple that i messed up because one of them was to defeat all well to to defeat the first three bosses without using a health flask and i used one because i forgot about the trophy and then when i did it afterwards i immediately regretted it Um, and then there's one that you have to do a bit of a speed run for which is reach a certain point within two hours but I haven't given that a go yet because they, I think that's part of what they say is the one and a half playthroughs you've got to kind of got to, you go back right. in and do that bit um, but so far they haven't been too bad, they've been just sort of collect things, level up power up but you'll need to use a guide to find some of the stuff I would imagine but my idea was to play through it like I normally do, just play through it normally then use the guide for collecting any bits that I've missed um, mop up, yeah, yeah, and then you mop it up, and then um, and then do the 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 ones that I missed, which are, you know, speed runs or boss kill bosses without using health and stuff.
0: Um, mm, cool. Yeah,
1: that's about it. <laughs>
0: just i've played a little bit of the artful escape played an era of it because this is another one that's on playstation plus and um i really enjoyed what i played of it it's got a really good voice cast um it's got a nice engaging story like you said i mean i kind of described it to wayne as a bit like the the opposite of inside and limbo because it's kind of got that sort of you know Little tiny little bit of platform, and you can jump and stuff, and you can do things. But whereas Limbo and Inside are very dark and oppressive, and you know, horrible, (laughs) this is really bright and colorful and beautiful, and it's got that sort of like look about it where you know, you're controlling this character, and you know, in a sort of 2D plane which has got that depth to it but um it's it's really good What i've just encountered this is unless i haven't touched it since but i just got to the point where the aliens had landed and they're teaching you how to play your guitar and different music and stuff so um but that was good i i did enjoy it and i do want to go back to it at some point so cool i'm gonna go next if that's right yeah, uh, i'll it. rattle through my games very quickly okay so on to my games then so these are pretty much all similar um so they're all super massive games and they are um the dark pictures anthology games so um a couple of these are available on playstation plus so which is part of the reason why we've been playing them and i've been intrigued by these played the demo when the first one was at egx many years ago and you know they've got this formula haven't they of of really good looking games like until dawn um and you know the I suppose similar to what we're saying about Rise and the Order, you know, the the gameplay is very simplistic. It's more about the story than it is about the actual... um, the the gameplay itself. So, the first one then, Man of Medan. And so they're all... Inextricably—that's a good word. I'm not sure if I know what it means, but they're all—they're all linked in some way. So you've got the the guy who's telling the story. He's like the narrator. He has got a name, but I can't remember what it is. But it also always starts off with him introducing the. He's effectively like death. <laughs> that's kind of what you know. He's he's this guy, and he's the one that's um, setting the scene, and then it goes to whatever the story. Is. So with Man of Medan, you uh are a guy well you, you get to play lots of different characters to be honest with you but you you are on a boat and then things happen and then you um you go into another boat and then there's lots of horror stuff and jump scares and it's, it's got that similar formula of of really good looking graphics um the facial animations there's i mean there's uh, actors in in these um that sean oh what's his name? He was man from X-Men films many years ago. Um, and he was in Quantum Break as well. Um yes, forgot yeah. forgotten his Not name, forgotten but you know what I'm talking about. I, I, yeah,
2: yeah I, can, I can picture him, yeah.
0: So, uh, yeah, so he's one of the characters in it. And uh, so, it's, you know, it's got all that sort of stuff in in, in the first one, Man of Medan. So what it, I found with Man of Medan was, again, the the gameplay is it's a lot, a lot of quick time events. Um, It's a lot of uh, just moving forward and you know, controlling your character and looking at things and picking things up. And it sort of reminded me a little bit of um, L.A. Noire, if either of you played that, where mm-hmm. you'll pick up things and then you'll you'll you, you rotate the the analogue stick and your hand will sort of turn and look at things and turn things over and you'll find clues. And I suppose the interesting aspect of it is that you can play it in co-op. So and that's what we did. So Wayne and I have played through the three that are available now. I think the next one's coming out later on this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, at, th- at different points, you control thing the the, the different characters you're never the same character you're all you know depending on you who you know what's going on and who lives and who dies as well so you are playing out the story and there are things that say the person that you're playing with will be doing that you are unaware of um, because you may be in different sections of the actual game that's going on so whilst we were doing say different things i was with one character that's with somebody else and he was with another character doing something else and we'd kind of be talking to each other about what's happening. And then the other thing thing as well is like th- there would be various points in it because Man of Medan has a lot of jump scares um, compared to say the other two games. And there would be times where, I don't know if it was because we were playing it online because we were talking to each other or because that heightened tension, but there were times where we were both sort of like, I could hear him going, <gasps> or, you know, and, and I wouldn't know what was going on because I couldn't see it. It was different <laughs> to what I was doing. And then there'd be times like, <gasps> you know, it was like proper kind of shit your pants moments. Um, it does rely heavily on jump scares um, as opposed to, I suppose, you know, the, the tension of subtle horror um but it it was fun it was it was enjoyable i mean and all of these games that i'll talk about they last i mean because there's a feature which i didn't know about that you can go in and you can actually see how many hours you've played on games in uh, the playstation menu um which wayne told me about which i, I didn't know which is quite useful because uh pete you used to send us every year uh at the end of the year you know the the, the sort of top five games that you've played yeah. and how long you've played them for but that's a, a feature that you can actually look at now um which is quite useful. Can't remember exactly how you get into it, but it's there if you want to know. Um, But, so, I think with all of these games, they last about between four and five hours, maybe even three to four hours, some of them. They're not very long games at all. And so the the first one was, was fine. And as I said, you... it's all about who lives and who dies and you make decisions um throughout and and it is that kind of la noir i suppose thing about somebody will pose a question to you and you have one of two options or three options because you can do nothing at all but you can and, and that will affect your relationships with these people so it It was good. I I enjoyed it. Um, Then there's Little Hope, which has got an actor called Will Poulter, who um, was in... I think he was in Son of Rambo, and then he's been in a few other big Hollywood films. Uh, He's quite a well-known actor, so I was a bit surprised to see him in it, to be honest with you, but um, which is more Silent Hill than it is um, Resident Evil, shall we say. It is definitely more psychological horror, and it's... When I say horror, there's not as many jump scares in it. I think this one, out of all of the three that I've played, is definitely the best one in terms of its story. It's definitely got more replayability in it as well because there are things that happen as, as the, the game plays on and there's different twists and various other things. Same formula, but it just seems a little bit more refined. Like, there's there's also... For people who aren't very good or don't like QuickTime events, there are accessibility options that mean that you, you don't have to do them if you don't want to. There's other ones where you have to mash a button. And again, some people don't like doing things like that, so you can just hold the button down and it'll just do what you want it to so and also as well as playing them online with somebody else you can play them couch with somebody i don't know how that works so you can play it like through as a movie night it's it describes it as so you can actually sit it and watch it through as an actual film um which is is quite cool so um and what i do like about all three of the ones that i've played are that like i said you you you've got this guy he introduces the story and then at various points in the game it will come away from the game uh, you know the the characters that you're playing with and it'll go back to him and it'll give you a little bit of a recap it'll give you a little bit of a you know do you want a hint the hints are useless by the way i mean we asked for a hint every time they didn't help and you can also find pictures which give you a premonition of what could happen if you do certain things which again is quite a a, a, you know a, a an interesting little gameplay element um, so but at the end of each game it will if you find it if you find the picture which gives you a premonition it won't be with any of the characters that are in that particular game but they're linked to the other games so if you are invested in the franchise and if you you know you'll you'll think back oh wow that was lots of premonition of the next game that's coming um, so that's quite cool so this one like I said more of an interesting story, more psychological, just seems a bit more refined in terms of gameplay. Probably my favourite favorite one out of the three. The third one um, has got... Oh, what's her name? She's in a high school musical. Um, that's giving away what I watch, isn't it? Um, but I have children, honestly. Um, Ashley... Oh, I've forgotten what her name is. Anyway, she's plays one of the, the, the posh kids in high school musical. Um, but still... She, she's in it, and it's this one set in uh, Iraq, or, or on the the backdrop of the uh, the war. Um, the you know the, when they were looking for weapons of mass destruction, uh, and you are part of a, an army unit that goes to find these weapons of mass destru- destruction, and then things happen, and you fall into a cave, and then you know it's things develop from there. So it, it's similar, same type of things. Gameplay doesn't re- really change much at all. Um, This one was definitely more action-heavy. There are times where you have to—you don't fire a gun, but there are times where you're again—it's like a bit like a quick-time event. You aim your gun at something, and you have like a split second or two to be able to aim it at the thing that's and it'll slow down time as well whilst you're doing it but it just seemed because obviously you know you're a soldier or the soldiers in the story so definitely more of an action-y style but with elements of horror um but definitely out of the two oh sorry out of the three my favorite is the second one um which is uh little hope then the third one is called house of ashes it's got me hyped to play the quarry i know wayne talked about that last show as made by the same people and same formula really so and uh, but again you can play that they patched in co-op into that so uh looking forward to doing that there i think again i picked up the um uh what was it called uh, oh god where is it the last one house of ashes that was on sale recently so for 7.99 i don't know if i'd pay 50 pounds for them that's the only thing they my only caveat i would definitely pick them up on sale if i was going to recommend them to somebody in terms of trophies they're all much of a muchness to be honest with you it's it's playing through the story and i think it's playing through the story multiple times i mean looking at some of the guides it's playing through the story up to three times potentially three to four times um you've got, uh, I mean, looking at this one, I mean, they're not difficult to get the trophies because a lot of them are down to finding collectibles or ones where certain people live or certain people die or getting everybody to live and or everybody to die or having just the women die and the, or the men die. You know what I mean? It's that kind of thing. There are chapter selects so you can go through and I think that's how you will unlock a lot of the different trophies by just actually doing some of the tra- uh, chapter select stuff. But I think that there are there are ways of of doing it quicker if you follow a guide to because you know like i i'm like you tom that i won't follow a guide just to get the trophies, I'll play through it naturally and then I'll yeah. go back and I'll, I'll do the mop or Especially
1: stuff. with something like that where it's all story driven. It's story right? based, isn't it? Yeah. Thing,
0: so. Yeah, so, you know, so it is, it saves certain people, it's, it's all to their traits, how they react to different things, how they react Because they've all got. It'll explain at the beginning of the game what their sort of general characteristics are. So, and throughout the game, that can change depending on how you talk or how you answer to people and, and, and whether they will like you or not so it's they're all much of a muchness in terms of their trophies i would like to get the platinums but um what we said was that you you don't want to burn like i did with arkham uh, Knight. night i wouldn't necessarily want to just sit and burn myself out with it all you know and playing through it all in one go Yeah. Uh, because that would just you know it, it would ruin it to a certain degree so what we said was um i've actually started playing far cry 6 um, which I've been enjoying. I'm not going to talk about that because none of you guys talked about it a lot. But it, I think that's going to be, like, the antidote for, for me is by playing these story games and then leaving them for a little while and then going back and then sort of picking up on a few bits. So I, I would like to get the Platinums on them, but um, it's going to be a more of a long-term project. And In terms of Platinums, still playing Pure Pool whenever, whenever I'm editing a podcast or if I'm doing something that doesn't require a lot of concentration. um and i will just stick that on and just have a game of pool and just try and beat the computer which is near impossible the hard the harder the game gets um but no it's that's that's about it from me i think um you know the they are i would definitely recommend those if you like your horror games if you like your sort of suspense and um those type of games where it's more story based than it is gameplay based then um you know i and and I'd, yeah i I'd probably recommend that you play them all but if i was to say one out of the three that are available then i would go for um little hope because that is definitely my favorite so far and that's it from me i think
2: that's interesting so, uh, sorry you said a bunch of questions cause, yeah so like i'm 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 curious about games i'm a big worst when it comes to horror games and you mentioned job so the realities i probably won't end up playing them um but they're they're shorter than i realized when you said i i don't know why because like how long was until dawn
0: that felt a lot longer i mean that's that's been a a while since i've played that if i'm honest with you but that felt like maybe an eight or nine hour game i was Mm. gonna say
1: 10 hours for until dawn Yeah. yeah
2: yeah that was that was my understanding so i was like so which which did you prefer did you prefer the longer form until dawn or did you prefer the shorter story format
0: I think... I mean, I enjoyed Until Dawn at the time because it was relatively something that I you know, had not played before and because it was a PlayStation exclusive and it looked really good. Um, but I think the thing with these games is that they live and die by their story, so you, you I don't remember... And also, because I'm playing it in co-op as well, that adds to it, but I, I think mm. I, I prefer the shorter format because you don't get to- too much time to... To, to get bored by them. Um, and Until Dawn is from definitely from memory. I can't remember a, a massive amount other than it's got Hayden Panaderi in it and uh, Rami Malek. Um, but, yeah, um, I think I, I do prefer... It, it did surprise me because they didn't feel that short, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just looking at it, how long to beat. So, um, the main story for Until Dawn is about eight hours. Um, Eighteen and a half, if you want to do everything. But, um, so... But yeah, I think when we looked at it, it was like, oh wow, it's like three, three hour, half hours, whatever. So, um, will you get the
1: will you get the new one, the next one, or you wait for the sale?
0: Wait for a sale, okay. definitely. Yeah, I think I, I, it's one of those where if you're paying like fifty pound for a game that you know, effectively, if you're going to play through it just once for five for four or five hours, it's it's quite a pricey thing, isn't it? Really. Mm. Um, whereas I, I didn't mind paying eight quid for it i mean maybe even 20 pounds i'd go for as far as that but i think you know it's it's a lot of money to pay for something that's going to last you a few hours and it's good but it's not great if you know what i mean um so yeah um
2: you you obviously mentioned about multiple playthroughs for for the trophies and, and you also mentioned, obviously, at some points, you playing different characters to the golf and do different things. So, like, if it wasn't for the trophies, would, he, would you and Wayne have played it, you know, changing roles? like Played through it again, but like trying to see what the other person experienced?
0: yeah that's the other thing. So at the start of the game, you get to pick who you wanna play as so and then that will then alter your playthrough so I suppose for the first two playthroughs at least you're gonna have some difference in what goes on and I suppose there is gonna be some fun in you know uh, making decisions as to who lives or dies, but mm. at that point, I think you are gonna wanna use a guide because um I mean again, you can go back and use the chapters and 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 things like that, but I think if you then if you know you're going for something and and you make the wrong decision and send it, somebody ends up dying and you think oh crap, what happens in
2: those circumstances? What happens if like one of you dies? Does it just continue with the other character or I don't know how it works? Like you know, as in like the character you're playing dies, but then Wayne's character lives. What happens?
0: Yeah, no. So well, there's there's usually six characters. There's there's, there's an even number of characters within the game. So in so, some way. It, yeah, it alters it so that you end up playing as somebody else. So that's what I'm saying. You, you're never the same character throughout. You, you at right, certain yeah, points, yeah. and and then like a never branching and, point doesn't
1: it? And then you, you're yeah, with uh, the next and
0: two. Then th- and they're never always together they, they, they always in each game they generally always go off in different uh things even like horror film you know and they even comment on that you know it's like oh should we split up which we stay together it's like you know you've watched horror film you never split up but they do so um i suppose it's a little bit cliched in that respect but yeah it's uh it's so that they're, there's they're always generally apart and also like i said because i don't know what wayne's doing um, in certain sections when he doesn't know what i'm doing so it would be interesting to see from that viewpoint as well um but yeah it's a good fun good good you know easy going fun didn't have to think too much about it um so platinum wise it's more of a long-term thing i think uh just looking at the how long to be i mean they are quite rare the i mean the uh the platinum is like 0.4 percent it's you know for for uh 1.2 percent uh 1.5 percent you know what i mean so it's they are quite rare platinums to get i think um so yeah there you go that's me so pete's back to you
2: yeah so when i've been messing around with the steam deck um going back to plannums and my my continuing alphabet challenge uh managed to get a couple more more down since we last uh recorded so uh, i've done both r and i um r was end up being rogue company like so i talked about it briefly when i talked about the scene deck um this wasn't actually my intention for the letter r i was actually planning to do returnal um but what happened was i f- um I think I've spoken about it before but like I used to be quite into Rainbow Six Siege um and a new season for Rainbow Six came out and it's like a new a new character to play as and new things. And I found I found myself increasingly watching like a lot of YouTube videos and I was thinking, oh no, I can sense myself falling <laughs> falling down that hole again. And I was like I don't wanna I really don't want to. I mean I, I, I definitely enjoyed my time in Rainbow Six Siege, but I said like A it'd just be a massive time sink and I don't want you know, I don't want that. I don't, I want to play other, other stuff. And B um it's been it's been like you know a couple of years since I played, so I actually probably find it quite hard to get back into again now. It's, it's one of those sort of games where if you don't keep on top of it, like like things change constantly. Um, but in looking around, then I thought, oh, maybe there's another sort of competitive game like shooter I could play. So uh, you, you mentioned Modern Warfare. Like I'm quite looking forward to Modern Warfare Two when it comes out later, this year, but that's obviously later. I'll try and look at something to play now. Um, uh, and then I found myself watching, like, a video sort of talking about Rogue Company and seeing a lot of like similarities with Rainbow Six. I thought, like, oh, maybe I'll give this a go. So what Rogue Company is? It's a free-to-play, competitive, uh, hero shooter. Is what I believe the term is. So it's a bit like Overwatch or Rainbow Six in that you play as like a character, and all the characters have different abilities. So there's not just like it's not like Modern Warfare. It's not like just straight gun, you know run and gun. Um and it's made from a third person perspective, which is quite you know, it's quite unique, I guess, and that obviously it's not a first person shooter. Um and yeah, it's 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 a competitive shooter, it's four v four, um there's three game modes where it's like they're and they're all sort of roughly equivalent to things things you know. So like there's a there's demolition, which is like equivalent to sort of like the uh, counter strike Go bomb where someone's got someone's got to plant a bomb and one team's got to defend and stop the other team from doing that um there's a uh, vertical strikeout which I one i play which is like basically a bit like um hard point for call of duty where it's like you've, you've got a point and you've got to try and hold it and then the other team will try and take that point off you um at various points uh, and then you just have like team deathmatch. um but i ended up really enjoying playing this like the the sort of characters are a lot of fun the the they've got a lot of like sort of like different interesting abilities and there's quite a few characters already it's already like i can't remember how many mm-hmm. but it's like just looking there's loads
0: loads uh tons of characters isn't there
2: yeah yeah it's like so it's quite and they, they they serve different roles so like depending on what you like there's like there's snipers there's you know people who 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 are, you know their abilities about like hunting down like where the team are and some like getting information on that there's like defenders where it's like designed to like like I said, hot say you know, save the point and stop, stop the other team from capturing it. Um, what's and, the what's
1: the gameplay like, Pete? Is it is it more like light like Overwatch or does it feel like a Fortnite or feel like a like how how does it play?
2: Um it's it's a bit uh, to, you know since obviously Fortnite has the no build option it, it does it is quite reminiscent of Fortnite because of the, I think because of the third person aspect of it, um, but the gun like I, it's it's hard to describe the gunplay is just a lot of fun it's yeah. like it's very um, it definitely rewards like good aim and it doesn't feel quite as I get. I guess it's 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 removing that that element of Fortnite where you know like people have like shields and like can go off and heal and stuff and like um, so there's med there's medic characters in the company, but it kind of uh, you kind of know like how much damage to do on a person like you know they can't run off and try and like you know drink a drink a shield potion or anything like that, um, and yeah it's it's just a lot of fun and it's like it's kind of a pity because. Like I say, it's free to play. I hadn't really heard of it much beforehand, um, and I gather, unfortunately, like it's not, you know, it's not doing very well in terms of like play account. So, like, just before I started playing, it turns out that they they recently switched on like enforced cross play. So, like, you know, most games have that option of like yeah, you, you can put cross play on and play with, with people from, from like I I gather basically the play counts were so low that they had to they had to enforce it. So it's like you have to play with PC players. Um, And then after being a free-to-play game, you can run into like some cheaters and stuff like that. But I don't, I must admit, I haven't been playing like the sort of hardcore competitive ranked modes or anything like that. I've just been playing like the the sort of fun, casual ones. Um, Yeah, and then funny enough, Aiden, my son, saw me playing it and he started getting into it. And and, like I said, I sort of tested out the the online functionality of the Steam Deck. So again, a benefit of the enforced cosplay means that like I can easily team up with him me playing on the Steam Deck and him playing on the PlayStation. Uh, and yeah, we've been having a lot of fun with it. He's been, he's been really enjoying it. He's still testing out a lot of the characters. Um, but I've been having more fun with it um, with playing with him than I would playing Fortnite with for him. And, that, you know, don't be wrong, it's it's fun to play Fortnite with for him, but I just, and, you know, it was fun that time we all played together, but I wouldn't play Fortnite myself out of, out of choice. Yeah. Whereas yeah, yeah. I was enjoying, I've enjoyed World Company. Like, um, I have now planned it but, and I will actually probably still play it. Like, no, not as much as I have been when I was trying to do platinum, but yeah, I think I've all dipped in and out uh, here and there. Um, trophy wise, it's all fairly straightforward. There's two grindy ones, which is um, all I do is win. You have to win a hundred matches, but that's fine. You'll get that, you know, I think everyone will get there eventually. Uh, one slightly annoying one's all in the family, which is play 25 hours in a, in a group. So like when, you know, when I'm playing with Aiden, that's fine. Obviously, outside of that is a bit annoying because I don't really know. Like I said, it's not a hugely known game. I don't know anyone else really who's playing it. Mm. Um, but I did want to mention, this is this did give me the option to test out uh, one of the functionalities of PSN Profiles, which I haven't used before. Um, so one of the things you can do with, with PSN profile is set up what they call gaming sessions, where the idea is that you say, I'm going to be playing this game at this time, aiming towards getting this trophy. And if anyone wants to join, then then feel free. Uh and yeah, and I had a like a few people like join up and help out. We've been playing like to, you know, when we see each other's on, we sort of jump on and like help each other out. So basically zero percent chance that they're gonna listen to this, but just a shout out to them. It's like so it's Headhunter five six seven four, the fella Joe and Ahmed Alda, who've been like jumping on and helping me out with that, that trophy. So thanks to them nice That's nice. cool.
0: It sounds sounds good. I mean, like it's one of those. How do they make their money on it? It's it's free to, free to play. Are there is are there cosmetics? Yeah. Is, there, is there a battle pass, season pass, whatever?
2: So, but yeah, very very similar to Fortnite. Again, there's cosmetics. There's emotes. There's you know dances and silly things like that. Um, there is a battle pass. I, uh, in all honesty, like the battle pass just isn't very good value. Unfortunately, I, I and it's hard to tell whether this is like just they don't have enough you know time to work on the, on more things or I don't know um, but you know so like Fortnite obviously has 100 levels you get quite a lot for, for what you you know you invest into it whereas to a company there's only 50 levels like a new season's just come out recently and there's only there's only four skin like you know character skins so for four characters and you saw what we said already there's like 20 characters so there's a lot of characters missing out already and then there's just a lot like there's a lot of filler so it's just like you know, like um, banners and stuff like. That. It's like stuff is like, like no offense, but no one cares about or sprays mm. or stuff like that. It's just yeah. Stuff. Um, you do it costs a thousand of. They call it road bucks, exactly the same as V bucks. Um, and you do get those thousand back if you complete the the battle pass. But like I said, just the actual content isn't very good, and I've not felt the need to like, to to bother like you know, investing in it. Um, they're quite generous with the there's so Robux are the paid currency there's an in-game currency called Reputation which is what you use to unlock the extra characters and stuff and they're actually pretty generous like you, you get obviously you get some just for completing matches but then you also get some for you can even watch videos as like that's another way they obviously monetize it you can watch like um, videos while you're waiting for a game to load and they'll they'll give you a little bit of reputation for that uh, and you can also complete like daily challenges that's the like the engagement part where it's like you know log in do these challenges you get get I um, in game currency. Hmm.
0: Sounds interesting,
2: so definitely a bit of an alternative yeah, to so, uh
0: to Fortnite potentially to try out.
2: Yeah, exactly. So uh, yeah, I, I know I ended up being a negative there, but I would definitely i I've really enjoyed it. Like if if people listening, if they've ever sort of like had an interest in those that's sort all of competitive you know those competitive shoots I'd definitely give it a go. It's 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 good fun. And I like and despite what I've my like been saying there, I had to have a lot of fun with it. Excellent, and then, and then finally, um, Immortals: Phoenix Rising, which is my um, I game on my uh, alphabet challenge. Funny enough, I literally got this just hours before we recorded. I managed to finish it off. I only had like one trophy left after. after oh, I nice. fully Get it. So that's my 114th platinum. Wow! Um, yeah. So this is Ubisoft Quebec's. This uh, it's another open world. Um, Ubisoft game but it's their it's basically their take on Breath of the Wild um, and I think I really enjoyed it and I think one of the reasons I enjoyed it is because I haven't played Breath of the Wild so I totally accept that if some people have played Breath of the Wild and like that's the better game and they'll be like oh this is, this is like a poor imitation of it um, but I guess from my experience um, I still really enjoyed it and I, I was a little bit nervous after like after Elden Ring I think, and how like amazing that was that maybe that would ruin this sort of older version of open world game but no it still still had fun with it Um, it's I don't know it's got, like it's an open world I think everyone knows what a game is an Ubisoft open world game Um, the fun part of it was that um, it's it's like a cartoony take on Greek mythology Um, I've said, I think I said before I studied Greek mythology in Parsons school and like so I had like, quite an interest in that and I just like the the sort of narration and the way they, they twist some of the stories around. Um, and then they're, well, they're equivalent of the Breath of the Wild Shrines are called Faults of Tartarus and Tartarus is like the main bad guy you're going up against, um, but they're a lot of fun as well because it's not just like straight combat challenges. I don't know there are some, um, you might go into one and then you're playing Basically, a, an ancient version of pinball or like an ancient version of mini golf, or um, do you, do you remember Boom Blocks on the Wii? It was like you're boom throwing blocks, right. ball, yeah, you're throwing basically, or like I don't know, like um, breakout where you're throwing
0: uh, balls, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, yeah, and,
2: and, and bricks and trying to break them and stuff, um, and using your powers in fun ways. was just like it's just some fun, like physics based channel, like challenges that you wouldn't expect, um, so they're, they're a lot of fun. Are they almost like mini uh, games
1: in, within the game itself, or do they actually matter?
2: No, to the... no, they 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 pretty much contained, like I said, within these like shrines, vaults, um, and that, that's part of the, I think that's part of the fun. So it's not like it's not like yeah, it's not like a separate part of the game. You don't and often you don't you don't know, do do that same activity again. But that's part of the fun because you go into it and you might think, oh, it's going to be like another platforming one, but it's not. It's something completely different. Uh, not too long, certainly not as long as Elden Ring. It took me about fifty-four hours to complete. You could probably get that under fifty hours if you like were following a guide, um, which I didn't. Um, trophies again fairly straightforward for this sort of game. A lot of sort of collectibles, or like fully upgrading all your equipment, or fully upgrading like all your skill trees and things like that. Um, one thing I did notice is that uh, because. You basically get stronger when you find better stuff, or leveling, or you level up your skill tree. Um, but you don't earn experience or level up in the same way like Elden Ring or other open world games. So I found there was actually really little incentive to fight like all the bog standard enemies. You might still find wandering around the open world, like if it wasn't part of a mission or needed to um, unlock a chest or something like that, I just wouldn't bother. Mm. You, you don't get, like I said, you wouldn't get XP if you wouldn't get, there's no like benefit for it. So that did feel a bit odd, as almost just like, you just run round them. Um, so it did seem a bit odd that they're, they're in there, like just block, like to try and block your progress. Uh, and finally, just one trophy just to mention, um, just because it's technically missable, but like, again, I got it fairly early on, so you don't have to worry about it. Um, in in the vault of Tartarus, like some of the, if you do throw enemies at you, some of the arenas might have traps, which are meant to actually designed to hurt you, but they will hurt the enemy as well. So there's a trophy called Look No Hands for defeating ten enemies using those traps. Um, like I said, it's technically missable because if you when you complete a vault, it closes forever. So in theory, if you didn't get this trophy early on, you could miss it and then you wouldn't be able to open up any of the vaults again. Um, but they 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 like I said, I got that fairly on seemed fine. Uh, yeah i had a lot of fun with it but it did kind of overstay it's welcome by the end i was kind of like kind of happy it's done now um i do have the dlc but i was like no nah, it's fine i think i'll leave it i don't want to like over egg it it's, it seems fine with what, what i've done mm. so yeah so now i need to think of what's next
0: so, just going back to that, because you mentioned that some people compare it to Breath of the Wild. So, I have played oh. Breath of the Wild, and Breath of the Wild is, it doesn't really tell you anything. It does, I mean, like, whereas with Yubi games, they do tend to, you know, say, right, okay, this button does this, this does this, this does that, you know. With Breath of the Wild, it's pretty much you you awaken in a, in a world, and then that's it, you know. You just go off, and you do things, and you meet people, and it doesn't tell you a great deal where so where does it do that with this does it kind of give you that you know like, like say with Far Cry 6 because that's another Ubi game so it, it'll tell you you know it'll unlock things incrementally as you go on and it'll say right okay now you've unlocked this this does this yeah. this does that it it even tells you what button it is duck <laughs> what's jump like we need to know yeah, at this point yeah. oh, no. so does it do stuff like that or is it like say with Breath of the Wild it just lets you go and that's it
2: no no I mean I uh... mean yes to a certain extent but no i don't think it's nowhere near as as open in, and free is that sense as breath of the world so yeah it definitely has tutorials and it definitely tells you what, like what buttons do everything and it definitely tells you like if you level up this skill this will unlock this ability which does this more damage or does an uppercut or something like that um it's it's overworld in the sense of like you're it, i know like breath of the world is a big thing of like you could technically run at the big bad straight off can you whereas in immortals you def like your opening thing is to rescue like four of the other greek gods and um i think you can do you can do that bit in any order i think you don't have to like necessarily do like one one god in over another but yeah i think you do have to before you take on the big boss i don't think you can just run straight at the big boss i don't think it would let you i think it is, it is walled off so to speak
0: right okay sounds-, sounds interesting definitely a bit of an alternative like you said to assassin's creed games but uh yeah Cool. Um, have you got any other... Go- I know you got a few on the go, but do you want to save yeah, those?
2: Got, yeah, exactly. A few on the go. A um, few that even have uh, had run into roadblocks, but yeah, I will talk about that next time.
0: Cool. Now... Um, I haven't forgotten, we we do have something special lined up for the end for you, Tom, to do. So oh. I will save that for the end. So before we get to that, can you give us a bit of an update about our Fantasy League and where we're at? And also, I mean, I don't know... I well, we haven't really talked about it uh, with any of you guys. So, I mean, you know, you might not want to, but I don't know what your thoughts are about potentially... Opening it up to other people that might want to join in, listeners at some point uh, next year. I mean, Dave, he seems like he's in, into these trophies and things like that. I don't know. That's a conversation we can have another, another time. But I'm just thinking that obviously it's closed off to us at the moment. So, um, But just something to think about. Anyway, give us an update about how I'm winning. <laughs> and... <laughs> we
2: go. Yeah, so it's been a while. Like I said, really last recorded, so quite quite a bit's gone on. Um, so the whole bunch of games have been you know officially delayed. So um, I dropped one called Sea of Stars, which is like um, like an indie Switch RPG, um, that's been delayed. I swapped it out for Crisis Core Final Fantasy 7 reunion, uh, which is meant to come out like at the end of the year in December. Uh, and, which is quite surprising because it obviously only got announced like a few months ago um, and it's already ready to come out. Uh, interesting to see how that does. Because sort of obviously Final Fantasy VII Remake did, did well review-wise. Whereas Crisis uh, cross causes is like, I'm kind of curious because I never, again, never got to play it. It was like, a, you know, a quite fairly obscure PSP game. So it'll be interesting to see how that does with a full-on remake. Um, Metal Slug Tactics. Again, I think we, Metal Slug... It's fairly well known as a franchise is just like a tactics version rather than um, a sort of shoot up a side-scrolling shoot up uh, version of the games but that's been that's been delayed i've swapped out for call of duty modern warfare 2 again could be interesting because i'm sure it'll sell well but how's it going to review yeah, mm. i don't know again fairly well regarded i mm. is, would it, I think this is fairly well regarded as the best of the Modern Warfare, but who who knows what the remake? So is this even? a straight
0: remake of of that then, or is it different? I,
2: I think so. I, I I think the story might go different places because, yeah, well, I guess technically the the story for Modern Warfare remake did go different places with the same characters. So no. Oh <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. It, um, um, looking at I mean, so looking at Metacritic, it's different, but that got an eighty overall. Um, so but it's that's weird it's got a 3.5 user score out of 9,000 well nearly 10,000 ratings so I don't know why that's so low uh, uh, there would be
2: some some controversy or something
0: uh, it's, oh oh yeah it's something to do with Russians and whatever oh is <laughs> that sort of this
1: of, <laughs> one, the one the
2: airport isn't that
0: one no this is the the the, the 2019 yes, model, version model
2: is, yeah what is the no Russian is that, no but
0: this radio. one is the I anyway? Mean, I don't but, think they're going I can't
2: no. think they're going to do that again no 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 um, so. But there's always
0: um, usually a, there's always usually a controversial thing that, because I think with the modern warfare the 2019 version there was a bit where you played as a child wasn't there and there was like yes. you know yes. um, gas and stuff going off and it was I mean it's pretty full on isn't it it, it is there's always usually something in there that's a bit sort of like. I don't know, maybe I'm getting older and I've got kids, so I sort of feel a bit weird. Like, But I mean, like with the No Russian, for me, there didn't seem to be any point in actually playing that. I don't know, I was always a bit of a problem with it. And you don't have to, you don't have to go and shoot people in an airport. But And I didn't the first time I played it because it was just, oh, this is strange. I don't mind shooting bad guys, but I don't want to, you know, be shooting bloody people, you know. Yeah. And I think the world has changed a lot since then anyway, but I don't know, it's always a bit strange, but still. Sorry, I, I interrupted.
2: No, oh, sorry. Um, I was just gonna mention this is like quite a fun new like feature of the the league this year that we didn't wouldn't have last year where you can propose trades with, with other managers, like other players um, in the league. Uh, so Wayne actually proposed that he would swap Pokemon Scarlet and Violet with me for Hollow Knight Silk Song, uh, which I turned down ultimately. Um, we'll, we'll get to my score later, but like I. I don't I, you know, obviously I don't think Song is going to come out this year, but if it does, I, I need this point. So <laughs> I, didn't want to, I didn't want to risk losing it. Whereas Wayne was kind of taking the opposite approach of like he was trying to offer me something that is definitely coming out this year, but probably less points, but for something, you know, a risk. Yeah. Um, but having said that, I rejected it, and then he decided to drop that. He got rid of it in the end and replaced it with As Dusk Falls, which I think we talked...
1: Yeah, it did really it well, good. didn't it? I am pretty sure. Well it did it did get well uh, critically... okay. it,
2: it, well, well yeah, it's in the scores we'll, we'll touch on that later. Uh Chris you picked you had a spare slot you picked up uh, The Last of Us Part One and we'll get to that score in a minute. Um Tom, you've actually got you've Forspoken has now been officially delayed to Jan 25th. You can actually drop that. You've got you still holding it onto it. Oh I can moment. drop Oh okay. I did yeah, not know I so can drop you, that. You can okay, good. That.
1: I'll be doing that uh, after And this. then.
2: And then as it happens, none of us have really basically apart from the last part one which we just we just mentioned, none of us actually have anything else coming out in September, even though there are a bunch of games uh due for release, just none of us have picked any of them. Um so score wise, so Chris you've you've had again, you've had a pretty you know, pretty excellent period. So like you've got four four new games to add. You had Xenobodon Chronicles 3 which got 89 so plus 19 for you um the last was part one which you mentioned 88 plus 18 so no yes not as not as good as the original uh not original it's not even original is it it's the, the first remake remaster got but still, still a decent score uh Splatoon 3 which just came out uh that got 83 so plus 13. Uh, and then your one of your counterpicks was Saints Row the the recent one that got 64 which is a neg, you know it's under 70 which means you get plus six points he's crushing it and he's this he's run away uh,
0: yeah see see and i know that you'll you'll say oh it's only because you picked elden ring or whatever but i'm just thinking i'm wondering i know there's, so, there's other variables in play here but i was just working out even if i hadn't got elden ring and i'd have picked something else would i still be winning at this point i think you, uh...
2: I think you would. You've easily got the highest average of us. And like, I, and yes, I know I acknowledged Elderman would have brought that up, but it's only, like I said, it's only one game. Um, so you've had 14 of your game scores. You've only got two left to, to score for the year. Uh, you got, you're got well out in the lead, 172 points, and an average of
1: 12.3. Yeah, but his last two games are going to flop, so it'll be all
0: right. What have I got? That's, I've only got one game, haven't I? I think that's... it's Football Manager 2023?
2: Right. Well, uh, and sport. Your counterpick for sports.
0: Series, oh, of course. May yeah. Or may not yes. Come out with yes. Sorry. Yeah. I wasn't looking at the counterpick. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was, uh, my, my thoughts are, I mean, I've got no interest in it. Same as I've got no interest in um, one of my earlier picks of the year, which was, uh, oh God, Total Warhammer three. But I knew, but that was, I picked that because Henry, Henry Cavill was looking forward to it. <laughs> uh, and i <I'm> will pick in <laughs> football manager because I, I think um, it has done pretty well the last few years review wise. So a bit of a t- tactical pick yep. on that one.
2: Fair. Uh and then Tom, you're you're running in second at the moment. Uh so you had uh Carpet, the Delicious Last Course, uh come out and that got eighty eight for plus eighteen for you. Uh, Stray, which we just mentioned obviously you've been playing it. Uh you've got that got eighty four plus fourteen. Uh and like I said, you can you can definitely drop for spoken I'll give you a slot free. Uh but you've had eleven games scored uh for a total of hundred and seven and you've got an average of nine point seven currently.
1: I think I've got Calisto Pro hoping for big things from Calisto Protocol and I'm fearing that another three or so may not get released the way that things going, but we'll see.
2: Yeah, yeah exactly uh, I've had an absolute mare like to the point where I <laughs> might have just trying the towel now, absolute nightmare so for whatever reason at the time when the first trailer for Stray came out and, everyone, and the internet went nuts for it, I was just like it's just a cat game, I don't actually <laughs> think you looked that good so I picked it as a counter pick, thinking hey, it'll be fine. And then the second trailer came out I was like, oh crap, it actually looks quite good. I actually kind of want to play it. Uh, and then I was ultimately proved wrong. It got, like I said, it got 84. So Tom got plus 14, but I picked it as a counter pick, So I got negative 14 for that. Uh, and then Saints Row, like I said, Chris had that as a counter pick. It scored under 70. So he got plus six, but I got negative six because he scored 64. Again, I, I was kind of hoping that both with with GTA five being so long in the tooth that the, the people would be up for and excited by and it would be a decent um open world crime sim game, but no. It didn't seem it doesn't seem very good unfortunately. Um so yeah, so I've had eight games scored, I only have a total of forty one, an average of five point one. And and to, to Tom's point, a lot of the games I've got left are could be potentially big but i have a feeling it just won't come out so yeah not yeah. a good good time for me you got
0: to go to war i think that'll bump up your score a little bit but um not
2: yeah uh, ragnarok will help i've got Marion rabid's uh sparks of hope See, i
0: think that might be like late 70s uh, maybe 80s I yeah, i'm hoping
2: I, i'm i'm thinking low 80s uh, Yeah. silk song i think would do really well but like i, said, I honestly don't think it's going to come out this year advanced wars one and two is in limbo with the ukraine war i don't think sports Oil will come out this year and then the bottom three like company heroes three crisis score um remake and modern warfare 2 like probably all low 80s so it's like again not bad but i just don't think it's enough now to to make up for my mistakes
0: yeah do you think you'll take third spot because i mean wait go on you can talk about Wayne in a minute
2: yeah don't know I don't know cool. um wait yeah so Wayne uh Wayne's had a couple war games come out as well he had uh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shadows revenge that did really well I like, had 87 so plus 17 uh and we just mentioned it at Dusk Falls like I've, I it's so a funny enough Tom I think it that got initially got really good reviews and then it kind of dropped down later so like they end up getting 78 yeah. so plus 8 so it's not not bad but not really not as good as, as some other games um so he's an, he's got eleven games scored for a total of ninety-seven. That's so an average of eight point eight. Um, so yeah, it's, like I said, I think Chris has run away with it. Even at this point, I'm I'm, I'm really willing to call Chris the winner. And I think it ends up being a fight for for second place between Tom and Wayne. Mm.
0: The the thing is though, tactically, it might not be a bad thing to come last because next year you'll get first you get, pick. Yeah, yeah, you get first pick exactly. So it, oh, it, you I'm know, sure and next year it's
1: gonna be. Ridiculous. Year,
0: isn't yeah, it? you're, yeah, you're is thinking Legend part. of Zelda, Breath of Wild 2, Starfield, just to name a couple. Um, you know, so uh, yeah, next year is going to be a big one as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah excellent well there you go um i mean I, I, the thing is I, where did i come last year did i well obviously i, I, I came last didn't i because so you know i, I went pick first this time around yes. so it, it, it'd be interesting to see next year if that does history does repeat the person who wins uh the, or loses the following year comes sorry you know what i'm saying yeah. it, it comes actually wins because if they have first pick well i don't know i don't know we'll see um there we go you got anything else on fantasy league
2: no, it would just be like I said. None of us picked these games. So it'd just be like, what games were we looking forward to, like coming out soon? Uh, we already mentioned the Last of Us uh, Splatoon Three. Was anyone planning on picking that up? No. I've not played a Splatoon game yet.
0: No, I played Splatoon on. Uh, I did, did have Splatoon. It's good fun. I mean, it's you know, it's uh, it, it, it. You know, you you're not. Know, it's it's sort of like you're not shooting. You can shoot each other, but you, it's more about you know covering the floor with paint and whatever and areas with paint so i think it's definitely very kid friendly but um i don't know the reviews i've read of it it seems to be sort of like you know this is definitely you can't do much more with it now this is this is the last should be the last one so uh what else we got
2: uh nba 2k not 23 again not our thing Obviously, these still sells really well um i think these two wayne must have put in because i i uh, didn't put it in you, you suck at parking it's like a, a fun little comedy game where you're trying to park your car into into increasingly tight spaces um i don't know what Met- metal metal Singer. i actually don't know what that is we need wayne here
1: is metal Singer mm-hmm. the first person shooter where it is you you are doing everything to the music it's like a heavy metal you shoot on the beat okay so it's like, I can't describe Oh here, yeah, like, Slay yeah. to the Rhythm
0: of Metal and Vengeance yeah, and Infernal so your journey.
1: you're actually like the, shooting while the music's going, you get building up scores uh, and stuff. Oh,
0: okay. Uh, see, uh, there's a game like that, B-, uh, BPM, I think it's called Beats Perp, hmm. B- which I'd got on PC, which I think I reviewed for the website, um, which is very similar to that. It's like you have to do everything to the, like reloading it's and, and shooting, and it's really hard and it felt it felt a bit like Quake and Doom that kind of style of game but it once you got into it and you because like if you you know you just sort of spamming the button to reload or whatever it it won't work and you you lose like you you've kind of momentum whereas so that sounds remarkably similar so
2: see I tried to keep the necrodancer and I was awful at it
0: yeah I was crap at that I had that on no the vita no same yeah uh,
2: okay uh return to Monkey Island, so like I think Tom, you you're a fan of the Monkey Island game. Probably. Yeah,
1: yeah, I love Monkey Island. Growing up, I'll definitely that's one that I'll have on the list on the on the wish list for uh, later date.
2: Yeah, Serial uh, Cleaners. This is the, I put this down because I really I've platinum Serial Cleaner, which is the first game, and I really enjoyed it. It's a silly little game where essentially you're playing the guy that gets called up by the, the bad guys to clean up the the crime scene before the police get in. Um, so you're literally running around with like a Hoover mopping, up, you know, hoovering up the blood and grabbing the bodies and throwing them around, you know, running around the back of the police and chucking them into the back of the van. Um, and then this just kind of expands on it by giving you different different cleaners to play as who all have different abilities and so on. Uh, so yeah, look, interested in that one how it turns out. Uh, and then finally, end of the month, FIFA 23. I um you know I don't think we're the biggest FIFA players here, but obviously it's still a massive massive mm. franchise.
0: The last FIFA game, isn't it? It'll be that yeah. or the last EA FIFA oh, yes, game. I think. Course.
2: Yes, yeah. the
0: last. Yes, and it'll be EA Jeez. Sports. Um, so. Bit of a yep. momentous occasion, I guess. I suppose in next year what'll come out and um, yeah, true. But there you go. Excellent. Very good. Um, right. So as promised, now um, people who listen to our last show will know that Tom read out an amazing piece that he'd written himself about Elden Ring, which was awesome. Um, I mean, I'm thinking now, Tom's probably thinking, oh God, I wish I had the time to write something like that again. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, But... As a twist of fate, whatever you want to call it, we did have... We've had something come through, and um, it's from, from our lord and master. It's from Dave, which I knew nothing about until I opened up the dock earlier on today. I was like, Dave sent Tom this. He's, he's, not, he's just cheated on me. He's not, you know, he's, why isn't he sent telling me? But anyway... <laughs> um, And this is a request to read. I don't know if this is going to be what you can get. I've heard of like famous people saying things in like birthday greeting cards, or you know, (laughs) say, and they charge certain amounts of money depending on how famous they are for you know to say something to people, which. Sounds amazing. I'd love that job if I was in a position to be able to charge people for me to say something to them. You know, it'd be like, it's a personalised message and it's like, like, happy birthday, Tom. I hope you have an amazing day. You know, here's, charge me £10 for that or I'll <laughs> pay me £10 for me to say something like that. Anyway, so maybe there's a career it could be. change for you. I mean, I'd um, do it for, because-
1: our, for our listeners. If there is anyone who has a request to read for the request to read section, um, a story that you have gotten from what something that you've been playing um obviously it can't be i mean it's got to be a relatively short story i'm not going to read several pages but <laughs> <laughs> i'm not going to read a novel out but if yeah if you guys want to email us um in email us in some requests to read we can have a look at them and if we deem them appropriate and and suitable then we can, i'm sure i can read them out for you
0: yeah maybe buy you a point or something yeah see that's okay yeah yeah um, No. Dave has put a request cause like when you did that at Elden Ring um, I didn't exactly know which section it related to but I, the, the music I put in the background of it was actually the soundtrack or section of the soundtrack for Elden Ring so I thought it would suit it quite well but Dave's asked me well he's put in this thing this message Chris must source appropriate music to play in the background well I have no idea what kind of like until you obviously read this out what type of music it, I'm looking for If it's for. not
1: Johnny Cash Rig of Fire then <laughs> I don't know what it would be
0: I don't know I don't know anyway well so here we are over to you this is Tom reading out something that Davis has, has sent to as, us
1: as a, uh, disc- as a disclaimer for my career I've not actually proofread this yet so uh, this could be the end <laughs> <laughs> Depending on what day's written. Okay, right, let's give this a go. So this so what's is, it from? This is from, what's it from the game Barn Finders and it is a Burning Ring story. Awakening in a ramshackle room in a macra in 1991 I'm greeted by Uncle Billy standing at the foot of my bed. He's wearing a dirty vest and shorts. <laughs> How long has he been there, and why on earth is he so sweaty? Tasked with finding a generator battery for him, I go off into the grounds of his property and spend some time doing all the usual day-to-day things that we all enjoy, throwing chickens through a basketball hoop, using the outside loo, and emitting a series of wet sloppy farts, (laughs) before then finding a roll of golden toilet paper. Though I don't think gold leaf toilet paper would have done a good job of cleaning my soil buttocks after the sounds that were coming out of that toilet. Selling things for a profit is my way out of here. And so I go off on journeys and discover various parts of this strange land to make my fortune. Along the way, I drink from my derillion moonshine, bottles of my... (laughs) bottles and trip my tits off (laughs) watching all sorts of bizarre things unfold before me I find Shirley love dolls legs and mouth wide open, all of them (laughs) covered in dirt and needing to be cleaned I'm too scared to look for any drippage coming out of the gaping orifices I should have proofread this then peeping through a barn window I see an alien dancing on a table and this is before I drank the moonshine. I can build, repair, clean, upgrade, haggle, buy and sell. I can chop th- chop things or dig them up. I truly am becoming king of all that I survey. I'm going off now to try to find the elusive roll of golden toilet paper that I can hear chiming nearby. I need to get back to my bed ASAP. As I put Shirley Doll on it earlier. Just for the achievement, you understand. Nothing more. This is just the beginning of my journey. The Balm Finders. A Burning Ring Story.
0: Well, there you go. I have no idea what bloody music to put on the back of that. <laughs> I mean, just look
1: at... Some what
0: banjo the... classics yeah I was, well i was thinking that sort of like you know some um some twanging or whatever some but I'm just looking at what the hell is this this is actually a game i think you had um is he a game or is it just days afternoon <laughs> <laughs> well he does live in wales uh and he you know he does live by sheep and whatever and things and what the hell maybe he's just been smoking some crack or something i don't know i've just been typing it Barnfinders review the it, it, this is sounds like a very bizarre game he, um, he did
1: say when he was tweeting about it that you couldn't explain. He, cou- he couldn't explain what it was if he tried he just said it's just absolute madness but uh, it must have an audience i think there's a few of them there was a i think there's a few different ones from what was being said on twitter
0: yeah, yeah, it's on PC, Pete, so you can play it on your Steam Deck <laughs> uh, if you're interested. So I think it's got to be one of those games that's on Game Pass, I'd imagine. So Anyway, there you go. Well, thanks for that, Dave. Um, and like I said, if anybody wants to send us anything in to read out, then I'm sure Tom will oblige. Um, and I think that brings a close to our show. How long have we been going? Oh, nearly three hours. Flipping heck. Um, right, so you can find me at dastardly jabby on twitter and if you go to the website uh, which is 60mw.co.uk if you go to the meet the team page you'll find all of our contact details all of our twitter handles our psn handles for oh god what is it pete um Pro- psn, PSN profiles. profiles yeah yeah and everything else um and then if you get to the website that's where all the other podcasts are that that we do um there are loads of them and the reviews and everything else that's on the website so please check that out and take a couple of minutes and have a look around uh tom where can people find you
1: uh yeah find me on twitter at tom Marrett. that's tom and then m-a-r-e-t-t
0: and pete i'm at Tatsun on twitter it's
2: at t-a-t underscore s-u-n underscore
0: and in the absence of Wayne I'll just read out he's at Diddy Gamer on Twitter so there you go um, I think that's it wow so we've made up for it even though we haven't really spoken for a little while we haven't done a podcast for a couple of months we've given people something to, c- to keep them going for the next month or two um, for when we catch up next time and um, thanks for listening and we'll see you next time Bye-bye. bye bye nice.
2: bye see you guys at EGX, E-G-X. yes E-G-X. <laughs> Bye-bye. bye bye
0: Just before... Anybody need the toilet again? Sorry, I'm conscious because I know we've been going for a couple of hours, but anyone have... Can I quickly go for a wee? Yes. Um, okay. Yeah, because right, I'm I'll just thinking we've a... got a little bit to go, so uh, if you want... If, Pete, I don't know if you know for a quick no, wee. No. I'm all oh. right to carry on, but go on then, Tom.
1: I'll, I'll be really quick.
0: Yep, yeah, no worries. Because my games are essentially all the same, pretty much. The, the dark pictures games.
2: Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, it'd be interesting to hear about them. Remember, so, Tom's got Tom's got special stories. Yes,
0: well. no, I've got that. I've got that as well. I'll say. I might say that.
2: I'm gonna. St- I'm just just for the sake of time. I'm gonna skip my. I had a bunch of like progress ones, but I just like I don't. I won't cover those. I'll just cover the top two, which are actual actual plans.
0: Oh wow, his microphone's good. <laughs> <laughs>
2: this <is my>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I might include that. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bit of an outtake.
4: <laughs> oh gosh
2: Dropped a brick there wow. uh, Oh
4: that's hilarious <laughs>
0: Let's see whether he can flush or wash his hands <laughs> There we go yeah, There we go <laughs> <Wee>. <laughs> I can't understand. He's got his guitar behind him. Is that his guitar?
4: Guitar. Yeah,
0: he's got a guitar behind his chair. Oh yeah. And like the
2: world's tallest waste bin.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Is that better, Tom? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, Your toilet must be quite close to your microphone because you oh, heard everything. It. No, sure not. <laughs> that was hilarious.
1: Um, I was just... Um, no, I said the other end of the... Um, well, oh, your microphone. there's the door and then there's a little bit of landing and then there's the bathroom.
2: Oh, uh, microphone's very good quality then.
1: It is, yeah. Oh, uh, to be fair, it is, facing, it is facing the doorway, so...
0: We even heard uh, the cheeky farce as well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> i've been holding that in for an hour
0: <laughs> i should do it i've been doing it into the chair just go, just go there's no it. way you would
1: you'd hear it you wouldn't be able to edit that out it's nice
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> brilliant